The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Yes, it is. It's time to get in the ring with DJ D. Crooks and Beast Mike. I am DJ D. Crooks. And I am Beast Mike. And it is a, actually a pretty rainy state college. We're, uh, everyone's getting ready to come back to school here. Uh, the moving weekend is on its way. Obviously, school starting next week. And then obviously college football starting right after that. It's a... It's quite. It's going to be quite a time here in State College within the next the last uh, the next few months, I would say. Yes. Yes, and I am in beautiful Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I just moved, okay. so so that's pretty cool. Um, and it's also rainy. Um, as it's raining at Lincoln Financial Field right now, we're recording this in the midst of preseason games. Mm-hmm. As the Philadelphia Eagles are getting crushed by the Baltimore Ravens and Beast Mike's Miami Dolphins. Right, we're down 7-6. to six. We're in the third quarter. The offense really hasn't done but too much. Both defenses have been pretty productive. Looks like Fitzpatrick... Why is Ryan Fitzpatrick still in the game? Josh Rosen hasn't played at all, for those who are wondering. It's been Fitzpatrick who really, honestly, just hasn't done anything really that productive uh, for the Dolphins. Right. So you yeah, gotta uh, think. That's where, that's where we are. It, it's I don't know. Flores hasn't made his decision. I'm thinking it's gonna be Fitzpatrick, but there's been no real decision made. Okay, nice little check down. Yeah, nice check, solid check down to Miles Gaskin. And his team's actually on oh, national on television. Fox. Yep, yeah, they're on Fox. Yeah, Miami's on Fox uh, tonight. Then they're, they're pretty much Joe Buck, and they, they sent the whole crew: Buck, Aikman, Aaron Andrews on the sidelines. Mike Pereira, Mike Pereira the, the whole crew, like the, even the, the the pregame show crew is down in Miami. Super the Super Bowl is in Miami the, next year, so that's pretty much. I think that's why they really did it. Right, and they're probably advertising SmackDown a little bit on that. They as did. Well. They actually they actually sold the SmackDown commercial, which is a whole lot of Kobe and a whole lot of Charlotte, but they sold they sold the SmackDown commercial. Nice. Yes, yes they did. To tie it back to wrestling, as there is a nice little TV move sort of made in lieu of another TV move um, last week. Um, so, NXT... So, basically, USA is going to, as we pretty much just, as we all knew, USA is losing SmackDown to Fox. USA will now be gaining NXT. NXT is going to go two hours. This blew up, what, Tuesday morning? Yeah, there were rumors of this. It was originally going to be FS1, but the Big East told them, fuck off with the college basketball. So, Pretty and funny. Wednesday night is a big night for Big East college basketball. Um, as they do the Wednesday night doubleheader on FS1 and FS2. 
Um, they gotta they gotta keep Villanova on strong as I'm right by Villanova. So, and so yeah, no, and, and Nova obviously when Nova with new arena, Nova just won is won two titles in four years. So obviously Nova's gonna get some play on on that in that coverage for. Fox, it's a big deal in a sense of it's a big deal for NXT. They're a huge winner in this because it's just more exposure. I was hoping they'd go two hours eventually, and I'm glad they're actually doing it. I think people are concerned about the creative control and who's going to be in charge of it. Is it Hunter or is it Vince? Which I think a lot of people think, think it's going to be Vince that's going to be the one in charge of, of this, of this operation. Right. I mean, which, which I think is a big concern. Which a lot of people think is a big concern because I don't think a lot of people really trust Vince in terms of like his his creative abilities as of now. So if it's Hunter, no problem. I think NXT is going to. I still think NXT is going to do fine just because of the pure talent uh, that NXT has. But it is a little bit concerning just what kind of direction NXT is going to be under because it's done so well with Hunter. I, I don't think anyone wants to see that train get derailed whatsoever. Yeah, Pro Wrestling Cheat said there will be no immediate changes being made to NXT, but we you may never know right. what goes on backstage. So, in that case, um, it's that going head-to-head with AEW. Gonna... Yes. We're getting Wednesday Night Wars. We're getting a Wednesday, we're getting a Wednesday Night War. That, that is, that is going to be... That's going to make for a highly entertaining... It's going to make everyone race in their game. I think that's, that's going to be the best part of all of this. People are going to raise their game knowing full well that this competition. And, and, the, and we're in a, in a world right. now where you can watch both if you have the proper devices. So it's going to make that all the more entertaining. What's going to be the ones that grab the attention most? And WWE, I think, did the smart play here by saying, you know what? Let's come out two weeks before AEW does. So... They'll come out two weeks prior. What a catch like a sickie. Good stuff. Anyway. Um, they'll come out two weeks before, so they get a little bit of a head start and a jump and say, okay, let's throw some stuff out here and see what we can do with it. Right, right. Right. Good catch. And AEW has sold out three of their television tapings in D.C., Philadelphia, and Boston. Mm-hmm. And they're they're going to Pittsburgh too, and Clark, and um, West Charleston, West Virginia. So now that's pretty cool that AEW is doing that. NXT will still emanate from Full Sail University. That was the other thing I was wondering: were they going to take it on the road, or were they just going to keep it at Full Sail? That was the other thing I was wondering. Okay, they're going to keep it. They're going to keep it local. They're local for them and Full Sail. University. So that's fine. I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I don't think they want a third traveling roster around. Probably not. I think that that would be a whole lot of that'd be a whole lot of hassle and a whole lot of stress is unnecessary. Yeah. So um it's interesting to see where AEW's going. It's interesting to see what WWE does to respond to it. And it will be a story in the next few weeks as we will be covering AEW and um, um, WWE on a weekly basis. 
Yeah, and then NXT on a weekly basis, right? Right, right. So it's definitely this this paradigm shift mm-hmm. almost, and. I wanted to do one show note. At the end of this week's show will be last week's show, which we did record, but Danny, who moved just a couple days after, ago after the one we recorded on Thursday, um, forgot to put up the episode because he was worried about other things. So you'll hear our SummerSlam thoughts and things like that at the end of last week's episode. It's going to be a mega episode this week. All right. So that's a good programming note. So now, really, it seemed like not much else really happened outside of WWE. So No, because John Moxley's dealing with an elbow injury. Um, the Observer reported... That the extent of the injury is unknown, but it could be an infection picked up during a show in Japan. Um, his elbow was heavily guarded during the uh, Pena match last week mm-hmm. at NEW. So, and then Will Osprey, good old Will. Mm-hmm. Tweeting out, um, never say ever, but for the next five years, Will Ospreay is property of the Lion Mark, which mm. means he signed a five-year deal with New Japan. He would have undoubtedly been the hottest free agent to hit the market had he not signed that deal. And he's in the right place, so... They, they uh, use him creatively really, really well. Andrew, wow, dude just missed the extra point. That doesn't normally happen. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a smart move for Osprey and a smart move from New Japan. Osprey's having an incredible year as we've only gushed over for the last month or so. Uh, it's a it's a good play. It's a good move on both sides. Will looks like he's only going to get better as time goes on. And he could, I think, eventually be a cornerstone in New Japan. With with his short order. So it's a good move on all parties involved for him to stay there. He just fits there really, really well. And then in related news, the XFL released their teams. Yeah, I saw that. Question, what do you, you had an easy golden opportunity to market the Vipers in St. Louis. Randy Orton's from St. Louis and known as the Viper. Yeah, that's a layup opportunity. Why are they in Tampa? Why? Why did the Vipers' name go to Tampa, not St. Louis? I I, I don't. That's a, that's a I like St. Louis' name though. I like the name. The Battlehawks. That's fine. That's dope. That's probably the dopest name out of the eight. But I just wish that were in Tampa and not in. They had an easy layup opportunity to market with Randy Orton in St. Louis. That'd be an easy layup to, to get to get the more buzz towards the XFL. I think they're doing it right by. Holding off on the actual league year until 2020, I think that that's the right thing to do. Build it up properly, market it properly, and, like, and kind of get everything ready to go when it's time. I, I like that from it. I think they just missed the golden opportunity by not having the the Vipers as a, as a St. Louis team. 
I love the Houston Roughnecks name, though. Logo's good. They they came out with some good logos. I, I like the DC Defenders name. I think that's that's solid. I think the um, yeah, I say Lewis name is pretty dope. The I think the yeah, so they they came out with some good some good names involved. So I, I think it was the marketing like the the name the name, the team names I think are fine. I just wish they they switched St. Louis and Tampa. I, I wish they they switched those two. But they look good though. They do look good. XFL twenty twenty. I think could have something. And then so the, so the names for those who don't know. Dallas Renegades, which I think that's fine. I think that's perfectly fine. Fits with the whole Cowboys thing. Houston Roughnecks. They got the whole Houston, the throwback Houston Oilers logo, which I, I dig that. LA Wildcats. That's all right. That's probably the, that may be the weakest so far. Uh, New York Guardians. Eh, okay, guard. I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess they're trying to play off the Batman thing. I guess, but that's not that strong either. Uh, St. Louis Battlehawks probably got the best logo. The Battlehawks got the best logo out of group. The Seattle Dragons, I think that's dope. I I, I like their their uh, kind of uh, vignette video. The Tampa Bay Vipers and the DC Defenders. Uh, those are your eight teams. Uh, for those who do not know, right? I, the Dallas one, the Seattle one, and the St. Louis one are probably the three that stood out the most. And Houston as a fourth are the ones that stood out the most to me. Right. Yeah, those were the four, really. The other four were meh, you know. Yeah. But another note regarding NXT, they got $50 million per year. <laughs> another 50 mil for right fees, which, Ooh. which that's money coming into WWE, USA nice. pay. Yeah. Well, Plus production costs and everything like that. That's pretty um, good. And ad revenue. Um, and... Another note on that, USA is going to air the NXT live show at 8 p.m. 7 Central on starting to turn 18. And then every Thursday will be put up on the network. Okay, it's going to be day after. Which, which, day okay, after. That, that's good. That, that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. I, I think that I was, and that was the other concern I had was, was going to take a month to put it up on the network. I, I like like Raw and SmackDown, but apparently that's not the, that's not the case. So that that's that's smart. I like that. That's a good decision. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Um, Meltzer also noted that McMahon has been is not expected to see live tapings and has not been seen less and less at Raw and SmackDown live tapings, mm. which means he's focusing on the XXL. Which is fairly pale after the AAF. Well, the AAF, I think they went in too headstrong. I think they, they I think tried to do too much too soon. And they, they got themselves financially in trouble. So I, I think that's that's really where the AAF screwed up. And they used the wrong the wrong people. Kind of tried to invest in it. It was uh, the people who basically on the Carolina Hurricanes um, were got got involved. It, it just never worked. I think they they tried to do too much. Which why I think right. WWE I think is taking the I think the Vince and the XFL I think are taking the, the smart approach and they're slow playing it and they're building it up and they're building it up making sure they have everything in place and then they go into twenty twenty I think that's a smart decision don't throw everything out there all at once I think they have to make sure you got all your bases covered before you go in that's where the AAF completely botched it 
So uh, it's, and the sad thing is, some of the football was actually passable. So the Birmingham team was a couple of the teams were trash, but like there were a couple of teams that were nice in the AAF. But there were there were some teams that were just straight trash. Yeah, there were. <laughs> yep. But I don't think I honestly um just thinking about it really don't want a second league. Because I don't see the benefit of it. I don't want it to be in direct competition. Do what AAF tried to do, and that's have football in the NFL's offseason. That's perfectly fine to me. But you like it should go. The season should be pretty much be from WrestleMania to SummerSlam, with within that time frame. So we're talking early April to mid August, pretty much. Right. I, I think that that's their best shot. Right. Let's get to some wrestling here. Um, as we talked a lot about football. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Raw. So big stuff that happened from Raw. First off, the King of the Ring tournament began, and we got. Couple of decent matches. We got Cesaro and Joe. Joe getting it done, putting Cesaro to sleep with the coquina. Decent match there. We got a match with uh with Cedric Alexander and Sami Zayn. It was all right. And then Cedric basically closed the deal and finished Sami off with the lumbar check. More on Sami in a little bit. Other big things that happened from Raw: Sasha Banks coming back as a heel, continuing to do her thing and beat up Natty and. And basically do her thing against Natty, which is clearly the setting up with uh, Sasha versus Becky. It, it seems to me that's pretty obvious. It's coming up for Clash of Champions. Perfectly fine. I, I actually would not mind seeing Sasha win and have a good run with the title, honestly. I think Sasha would be perfectly fine in that regard. I like that the, the revival faced Woods and E. And Randy Orton did, basically made it rain with RKO's on on Raw. Yeah, he made it rain with the RKO's. He got he got Biggie first, and then he got Kofi, and then he got Woods, and what was effectively a three D from the from the revival, uh, helping him out. And then they then they basically took out Woods' leg, and, and they made that a thing. And made Kofi watch, which that, it was some savagery on the revival and Randy Orton's part. Kofi would get his revenge on SmackDown with a Trouble in Paradise to Randy and would basically waylay the revival with steel chairs. So, so it's a good quality revenge uh, by, by Kofi as he almost tried to take out Randy and, and try to do it for Woods. The other thing, let's see, we got The Fiend taking out Jared King Lawler with a mandible claw. I like that he's using the mandible claw as a finisher. Don't bother. Like, you've, got, you've clearly got something with the fans with this Fiend character. Don't, don't screw this up, people. It looks like they actually could do something with this. I don't want to see... Honestly, I want to see The Fiend go on a little bit of a revenge tour. Kind of get back at the people that where every time he had big matches, they, he just wouldn't win. He already got he already got thin. So I, I kind of want to see a revenge tour here from The Fiend. To just put out victim... Like, the, everyone that did Bray wrong, just come back and get revenge on him. I, I'd like to see that. I wouldn't be probably with Randy. Considering he was WWE champion and then lost it to Orton. So I think Randy would probably be the last one on the hit list, I would say. The 
I'm trying to think of like, what, what else with the major stuff that happened on Raw here. Decent match with Dolph and Roman. Ultimately, it was a spear by Roman. Dolph keeps getting speared and keeps eating them uh, quite often. Dolph gets beat by Roman. But it was a decent match, at least. Raw did not close with Randy. Raw closed... Oh, Raw closed with... It was going to be AJ facing Strowman for the U.S. title, but that morphed into a tag match with Gall- Anderson, Anderson and Gallows uh, with the tag titles on the line on Raw facing Strowman and Rollins. And Strowman and Rollins get it done with a really nice close. Strowman with the running power slam getting it done. So Seth's a double champion for the third time in his career. And Braun Strowman's now a two-time tag champion. It seems obvious that it's going to be Seth versus Braun at Clash of Champions. It's just a matter how slowly they're going to play this up until then. But it seems fairly obvious to me that that's what's going to go down. Right. Um, they do. They love doing that um, frenemy storyline. Yep. Um, so, yep. Um, Raw was okay. I yeah, thought it was right. Um, SmackDown was the better show, I thought. Yeah, SmackDown was probably better. Buddy Murphy, Daniel Bryan. That was a dope match. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's let's start. Let's start with that. That was a that was a really really good match. Buddy Murphy again getting put on. Some would argue Cedric. Some would argue Mustafa Ali as in terms of the MVP of uh, Two Hundred Five Live last year. But Buddy had an excellent year in his own right, and and he put up a really good match with Daniel and got it done by pitting him with Murphy's Law. Very good match on their part. We'll get to the doppelganger thing in a moment, but uh. King of the Ring stuff that happened. Andrade versus Apollo Crews. Pretty good matchup between the two. Apollo's been really putting it together. Putting some good performances together. Good job there. Ultimately, it was Andrade getting it done. A little bit of help from Selena. But Andrade getting it done with the Hamlet DDT to get the pin and to uh, to move forward in the King of the Ring. A whole lot of BS happened with Elias and Kevin Owens. You kind of could have, you really could have seen that coming from a mile away. That, that, that Kevin Owens would get screwed somehow out of the King of the Ring. Your current 24-7 champion, Elias, did not have to defend it at all. Basically, Shane suspended the rule for, for SmackDown, which pretty much prevented Drake Maverick from even attempting to get the title off of him. Elias moves on with, with a fast count by Shane and a whole lot of those other kind, those, whole lot of those kinds of shenanigans. We kind of could see that coming out of the way. Moment of bliss with Bailey, and really Charlotte, and then Bailey interrupted. And it's clear that Bailey and Charlotte are going to battle a class of champions. So we're going to have all four women of WWE in, t- in two title matches. That seems like it's part of the course uh, with the, with those four horsewomen, now that they're all back. Right. Should, should be a pretty productive match, though, between Bailey and Charlotte. They seem, they seem to have solid matches. Against yeah, they Yeah, so I, I get no issues, really. Uh, I think those are probably your two best women on SmackDown anyway, so I, no real issues there. I got, I got no beef there. And let's see. Other things that, that was a lot of the that's really the main stuff that happened on SmackDown. Because we didn't really, really get New Day because other than the what Kofi did, the Ian Woods weren't there. We got the Revival beating Heavy Machinery. What was a solid match? So I will give, I will say that. Good match with Heavy Machinery and the Revival. The, it seemed like Revival is going to face Ian, Ian Woods and Charlotte for the tag titles, which, okay, that, that's perfectly fine. No, no, no issues there. So really what this was on the main roster was basically we're, we're building for Class of Champions. A lot of this was a build-up. Yeah. Uh, towards Clash of Champions, and so far, based off just what I'm reading and what's, what I'm just kind of noticing and what's 
pretty obvious. We've got obviously all the titles are up for grabs here. Oh, good, good escape by Rosen. Word. Easy first down right there. So the matches that we can pretty much put the chalk up and put together. Obviously, Kofi and Randy for the WWE titles. I, I seem like that's pretty that's pretty obvious. We got uh, this is, I'll go on the SmackDown side first. We've got we got the, the uh, Intercontinental title. It seemed like it's going to be Miz and Shinsuke after what happened on SmackDown, where Sami Zayn decided to enlist the help of Shinsuke Nakamura as he's trying to get his career back on track, and he's effectively going to be an interpreter, I guess, uh, for Shinsuke. They pretty much two-on-ones on the Miz, and Shinsuke dropped a couple Kinshasa's in there without saying a word. It's looking like, it's, it's, I'm guessing, it's going to be Shinsuke and Miz for the IC title uh, in Charlotte there. Obviously, Charlotte versus Bailey, that's pretty much a lock. And then Ian Woods versus Revival, pretty much a lock. I would imagine since, well, really, Sony and Mandy, I would imagine that they're really the next best team that hasn't gotten a shot at Nikki and Alexa. <clears throat> I would imagine they're going to be the team that throws hands with them for the SmackDown, uh, for the women's tag titles. I'd imagine that's going to be a lock. Right. There. That's, good. that's what's going to go down. On the Raw side, <clears throat> we've got. It's looking like Rollins. I'd have to think Rollins and Strowman are going to fight for the Universal title. I have to think that's how this is going to go. I, and whether the only question is, how will the tag titles be defended? Will Rollins and Strowman have them and then basically making them both wrestle twice? Or will they lose to either the Gallows and Anderson Andrews or another team and then we go from there? That's, that's one thing I, I do wonder uh, how they're going to play the Raw tag titles involved here. As for right. the U.S. title, who does AJ face? I think that's the other part about this. Who does who does AJ face? You figure they're not going to do Ricochet, so I do wonder who who would you like to see AJ face? Honestly, hmm. On the Raw side, yeah. Let's do a Sami Zayn program. Oh, they're both heels. Fuck. Sammy would be dope against AJ, but right, they're both heels, and you are obviously put you put Sammy with the uh, Shinsuke thing. So they, it's they, probably they won't, they won't do that. Well, Shins, well, Shinsuke's probably gonna fight Miz. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know who they put against AJ. They're not gonna put Ricochet. No, no, they, they won't do Ricochet. Yikes! It didn't flow as well as it should have between those two. Yikes! I I really don't know who they are, they're gonna put. Yikes! Mm. Our raw roster is light right now. Because yeah, because ideally a guy like Cedric would be dope, but Cedric's still in the, yeah, the ring tournament. Cedric. Cedric would be a good look, but he's he, as long as Cedric, Cedric's still in the King of the Ring tournament by then. You really you can't really do it with Cedric, and obviously that's the other part about this. The King of the Ring Finals is going to be at at uh, Clash of Champions too. So that's the other part, obviously, that I should probably mention here. Uh, yeah, ideally Cedric, ideally Cedric gets beat at some point, and then Cedric faces AJ, which I think I think would totally rock. I'd, I'd be all for that. Cedric Cedric's really come on strong since he dressed up as a janitor. I'm right. perfectly fine with that. Yeah, so I think that would be the my pick there. And then as for now, we can jump to two hundred five here, which really two hundred five was about the ten man tag. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah, it was. It actually was. 
it actually was. It really, everyone got their shine. Ultimately, it came down to Angel Garza on Gulak's team versus Humberto Carrillo and Oni Lorcan on Lorcan's team. And it was Carrillo who got the pin on Garza. But again, but Garza and Carrillo, give me that. I want sign me up for that rivalry. I want I want more of that. There's so I know they're cousins, I get that, but there's so much flow. It flows well. Yeah. The chemistry's well. The story builds well. Everything about that. I want more of that. I, I want to see I, I like Garza and the breakout sort of me. He he's probably the guy I was most looking forward to seeing. Other than uh, Swerve Scott's music, entrance music, which I find is still dumb. But, uh, yeah, Angel Garza was the guy I think I was most looking forward to seeing in the breakout tournament. Now, I, I want to see him versus Carrillo on 205 a whole lot more often. Because that looks like that's, good, that's highly – that's got promising potential between the two. That's got, like, Buddy, Cedric, Mustafa type of flow. Because they, they got that kind of style to them. Or they could, yeah, they I could like it. pretty much Angel Garza. I and like Alberto's been excellent this year, so like, I I want I want to see that flow continue. Right, and then NXT had the match between Riddle and Dane, where basically Killian Dane destroyed Riddle, even though Riddle wanted more heat with Killian Dane. So like, Dane won the match, but it's it's clear that rivalry's not over. We got um, Mia Yim beating up Vanessa Bourne, and then getting beaten up by Shanna Baszler and Maria Shafir, who uh, actually, just, yeah, Maria Shafir, because she's just going to do she'll still hurt with the cast. I do what Mia did. They actually, Shayna tried to recruit her. It just didn't work. We got the, uh, we got Jordan Miles basically confirming what I think a lot of people could have assumed, that he's going to go after Adam Cole in the NXT Championship. That's happening in two weeks. Street Profits versus... Uh, Rod, the Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly that's happening next week. We're going to get Dijakovic versus Keith Lee in a match that I absolutely needed to see run back. Finally, Dijakovic is healthy, and we are going to run it back. They're, they're going to run it back. I, I, and I love that they did the video package, kind of detailing their history together. Um, Ten-year history, really five-year history between the two of them. I love that. I see you, Josh Rosen. Look at you escaping. Ooh, what a dime! What a time by Josh Rosen. Let's go. Anyway, but yes, it was a absolute uh, good a good NXT as we, we were building up, obviously, to the big move. But uh, a good NXT this week as we got a lot of quality stuff. Also, Shane Thorne beating up Bronson Reed. Uh, it was a solid match. So good NXT as well. And to close out WWE stuff, we got WWE NXT UK. We're getting into trouble with our tag team match as um, after Mark Andrews beats. James Drake. So we're going to get a triple threat tag match for the NXT UK Tag Team Championships. GYVs versus Mark Andrews and the Modern Father versus Gallus. This is Joe Co- Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. So we're going to get the triple threat tag there. They continue to build up uh, Kaylee Ray versus versus Tony Storm. Um. Ray cut Huh? Tony Storm, I was just saying. Yeah, they continue to build that up. And that that continues to cut. Uh, Kaylee Ray cut deep early in this week uh, with with her with her promo coming at Tony Stanley. Uh, that got cut pretty deep, similar to how Sasha how Sasha cut deep with Natty and uh, her her family. Was uh, they they cut real deep there? We are continuing the. I love the way they play the Walter stuff. The the Walter and 
Tyler Bate thing. So basically, Eichner and Bartel of Imperium got jumped right after their win, their win against uh, the Hunt. They got jumped, and we didn't know who did it. Everyone would assume it was Tyler Bate. Actually, no, it was Trent Seven. Look at Josh Rosen escape. Josh Rosen, I see you. Perfect goal. Well done. Anyway, we get a. So basically, we, we got to the end of the show, and it was Trent Seven who jumped the other two members of Imperium, and then he jumped Alex Wolf, and basically leaving. He got the drop on Walter a little bit, and then he went after Alex Wolf as this nicely laid trap by Mustache Mountain worked to perfection as the show ended with Walter getting hit with the title, the title driver 97 in the middle of the ring and being left laying uh, as bait held the title over his head. So this is a really nice play trap by the boys from Mustache by the BSBs. Well done on their part. So all in all, a pretty good, uh, an enjoyable NXT UK. I really liked NXT UK this week. Good stuff. We get the Lucky versus Jordan Devlin at a, at takeover. Actually, that's next week. Uh, we got Noam Dar is going to face uh, his old friend is going to face Travis. Huh? He's going to face Travis Banks at takeover. Yeah, he's going to face Travis Banks, right? So, so we're getting a, a this is going to be a good takeover. This good takeover card is going to be good. We got some good matches here. I I, I like this. Miami's just scored a touchdown. Yeah, Bate Walter, which main evented the Progress Wembley Stadium show. Wembley, not Wembley Stadium, Wembley Arena show. Mm. Good, good stuff there. Miami goes for two and gets it. Nice. Good drive by Josh Rosen. Good drive, Josh Rosen. Yep. Yep. So we will go to our matches of the week. We have two very two matches from the nineties. One's from Mexico and one's from Japan. Here. As we got the team of Mitsuharu Misao and Kenta Kobashi versus one of my favorite tag team names of all time. Mm-hmm. The Holy Demon Army. Mm. Of Toshiaki Kawada and Akira Tawe. So these teams had a long-running feud in all Japan. And this is the champion, the real-world tag league um, final. No, this is a world tag, tag team title match. Between, um, between Mitsuo and Kobashi and Kawada and and um, Tawai. My bad. I we're recording. Just an FYI, we're recording this at ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. We're both a little tired, so. And then our second match will be Negro Casas versus El Dandy. From, from, from um, CMLL for their World Middleweight Championship, 7-3-1992. So, we'll go to Japan first, then Mexico. Okay. Three, 
Yep, I'm ready when you are. I'm just making sure I have the right date on this. All right, so in three, two, one, go. I'll turn this down a little bit. Kawada's in the in the yellow and black. Which Khalifa would really like Kawada's outfit? Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. I see what you did there. You see what I did there. Um, Tawe is in the red. Um, Sal is obviously in the green and white, and Kobashi's in the orange. Woo! I just saw a bolt of lightning. And <laughs> this is obviously clipped. It's been, it's been rain all across Pennsylvania. Yeah, this is the clip. Yeah, this is definitely out of there. As it, as we started Tops, with some chops. Shoulder tackle. Nice, all right. Nice, nice on drag takeover. And shoulder tackle response. It seems like this was. Ooh, good DDT. Good DDT there. Good DDT. Yep. This is the finals of their real world tag league. Second DDT there. Kobachi responds with a second DDT. Kobachi. Leg drop at the back of the neck. Ouch. This is intense already. The crowd's pretty hyped. The crowd looks like they're into it. The crowd is pretty much into it. Nice scoop body slam right there. Going to the top. Nice moonsault. Beautiful moonsault. But he couldn't get the cover. He looked like he hurt himself on the landing. And they probably were working on the knee early on in the match. That's what it looks like. Yeah, he, he's holding his holding his left knee. He does tag out, though. To Misawa. Misawa's going to work. Diving shoulder block right there. These are, both right there. These are all big dudes, and they're flying around like they're light heavyweights. Nice spinning corkscrew up a corkscrew corkscrew clothesline. There we go. Yep, <laughs> you got it. I, I, I'll get it out at some point. <laughs> he didn't lift the leg, but it did. The, 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 it was a kick out. I would kick out anyway, but it's, it's still a kick out. Keep it back in the corner. Come close to the back, and then like nice agility. Let's put the back elbow off the second row of the second turnbuckle. Now we're going to trap the. Got the arm trapped. Good running interference. Smart. Sleeper hold. Smart. Smart decision. Like this. Legal men are in the ring. 
and the and the non-legal men are pretty much. Uh, he got out. He got out. Now this match is breaking down. We got we got just a full-scale brawl going on right now. Is that a coquina clutch? That is a coquina. And, and, and meanwhile, while that's going on, the referee's paying no attention to the actual legal men involved. And now the two men who aren't legal are rolling out of the outside of the ring. The, the Kobachi and Kawada. Kobachi and Kawada are still grappling outside of the ring. They're still fighting outside the ring here. Meanwhile, the hold is in deep. Right into the barricade. Nice clothesline on the outside of the ring. And how he gets the ropes. To break the hold. Got action all over the place. Solid body slam. Dude needs to tag out the worst way. He's taking a horrible beat down. Meanwhile. Koala comes up. What? Oh, no. Why do you have his leg trapped? Nice suplex, superplex. Good superplex. That could have been a lot worse than what it actually was. That could have been a whole lot worse. So I need to get the tag. Use that the worst way. And now they're going to work with some. Ooh, nice clothesline. Good clothesline. These four were known as the four pillars of heaven in mm. old Japan pro wrestling. They all came up around the same time. Oh, good, ta- good counter. And he eats a clothesline anyway. But these are the four dudes oh. that effectively carried it, is what you're saying. Through the 90s, yes. Mm. Ooh! That suplex was bad. I got like a high attack on his head. The, but the pinfall attempt is broken up. By Kobashi. You've seen a lot of Junakiyama. Um, I, I sort of refer to Junakiyama, and some people do, as the fifth pillar. Beautiful power bomb stacked up. Good choke slam. Tally was known for his choke slam. Mm. All, all four men are down. That's super really The crowd is the crowd is hot. The crowd is hot for this. Another power bomb. He's stacked up again. And the fall is broken up. Kobashi. Kobashi with a nice break up and he gets kicked in the face for his efforts. And now, yeah, the two legal men are in the ring. The two non-legal men are outside of the ring. The former two are attempting to suplex each other. One successful. Kobashi was successful. Kobashi was successful. The former two are now in the ring. And joined by Kobashi with a clothesline. You know that Larry has finished golf people. 
that lariat is, is very, very devastating. It proved its point. Kobashi now leaving the ring. The adversary that he just suplexed is now going to his corner of the ring. A side of suplex. Oh, shift of his weight. Beautiful shift of weight. And then kick out. That was a nice counter. These two are exhausted in the middle of the ring. But they're still coming out with heat. Nice rolling elbow. Holy, holy macro on that run. He caught him clean with a rolling elbow to the side of the chin. And there was nothing held back about the rolling elbow right there. Getting a tag out. And it cooled. Perfectly placed drop kick to the kneecap. Perfectly placed. Smart man. Was incredibly smart. As soon as he came in the ring, didn't matter because he still hit him with a side suplex. But uh, that drop kick was perfectly timed. A cover. A kick out. A cover and a kick out. Is going for a domino stretch. Nope. That's blocked. Elbows to the back of the head. Nice. Nice sweep. Back of the leg out from under him. Solid drop kick. Instead of going to the face, he go, instead of going to the knee, goes to the face. Power slam. Nice rotation. Hooks the leg. Two. Yeah. No. Time is scary. Combination though, roaring up on a clothesline, the Tiger Driver, beautiful combo. Scoop slam. I know you tried this move already once, my guy. Hurt yourself. That time he landed it clean. Oh, hooked the leg too. It's perfectly done, but he kicked out. Good run. First down, third and long. Oh, we can run it back. You'll do it again. We oh. are going to do this again. But he missed. And he landed right on his knee. He landed directly on the bad knee. Meanwhile. And Kawada is just like, screw it. I'm just going to suplex you for your trouble. <laughs> He's just, no real reason behind it. He just came in and suplexed. And then, boom. Wow. A backdrop over the ropes. 
Guada with that backdrop over the top rope. And Guada is like, enough of this. Guada's trying to go home. Choke slam back suplex combo. And he kicked out. Double team finisher now, if that were if that were ever used. Go for another choke slam. Nope, blocked. Side of suplex, choke slam. Legs being hooked. Every time there's going to be a situation where there's a pinfall attempt. Oh, what a boot. Every time there's a pinfall attempt, no matter what happens, it's like everyone's too close to break up the call, break up the foul. Oh, no. Ooh, that could have gone a whole lot worse than what it did. It didn't go all that well. Half over the beautiful bridge. And a kick out. That's not. And a kick out. That powerbomb was gorgeous, and the bridge was better than that. Dude. Uh, dude. Go back with his moonsault. Hits it clean. Hits the leg. And what made it and what made that one is the fact that his partner was restricted from breaking up the count. Yep. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was actually really good. Good work. And they hold up their prizes and win the and tag titles. Good work by all involved there. Good stuff. All right, so we'll go from Japan to Mexico. El Dandy versus Negro Casas. And Negro Casas is still wrestling today. Believe it or not, Negro Casas is still wrestling today. How about that? Um, so, here it is. Three, two, one. We get some Lucha Libre in. Mm-hmm. Negro Casas. It's got the mullet going on right there. I'm going to guess we're going to get standard rules two out of three falls, or is only one fall to finish? I don't know. It's getting people clear in the way. Got a little bit of an entourage going on there. I think it's probably two out of three falls. Good Jody right there. Rocking the full on mullet going on there. And Mexico, they give no fucks about copyrights either. They sure don't. You ever watch like Triple A and you're watching Triple A? I'm like, what the fuck? They give no fucks. Now Danny coming in. Now, Danny's got a little bit of a shorter haircut. Let's see if he's yeah. got a similar entourage. 
They, they really are not sure about copyrights at all. They're like, if we can, if we can find it on the tape, we can play it. All right, so he got an entourage too. He's good. He's got an entourage. Both parties involved with, with, with a couple ladies apiece. He's got the shorter haircut. And then he goes around the ring and then finds his way on the side. And both parties are all the announcements and whatnot. It looks like how Danny's got a has got blue. Hat. He's got blue, yeah, but he also like white, like the, the knee, the knee brace, the knee uh, pads were white. It looked like, but there's there definitely some light blue going on there. That's for the title there. Some uh, world middleweight championship. I think he said two out of three falls there. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be all that shocking. Wouldn't be that shocking. This crowd is kind of live for this event. And Danny's got that tiger jacket, that, that denim tiger jacket on right there. No, that's Edgar Capo. I'm sorry, uh, Capo's got the, uh, the. Yeah, I don't like uh, Danny. Uh, Cap has got a tiger, a tiger jacket. And Dandy's Dandy got with the, the with the blue. Yeah, and you see, you can see the white, uh, you see the white knee pads there. But yeah, he's got the blue trunks on. So let's see here. Here we got David Frost in the middle of the ring. All parties involved. With their pretty, all parties involved now leaving the ring pretty much. A nice title belt, by the way. Taking pictures with the uh, with the with the right with the players, the heavy players involved here, the ref, the like the, the managers, whatnot. The dude in charge here. All right, so, we, so well, Dandy in the white and blues. <coughs> got Casas in the black. The black trunks. Both are wearing white boots. Everybody else is outside of the ring. Except the manager with a mask on. Actually, both of them. Uh, both managers with masks on right there. Neither has left the ring. Cassis is, is basically taunting. He's ready to go to work. He's confident. There's, if ever there was a heel, it's, it's got to be Cassis. Is the ref man just making sure everyone knows what's about to happen here? Not the party is all right. So looks like uh, both managers leaving the ring. All right. Oh, it's a slap right off the top. Get oh, that's fun. Right Yep, it says free Maracayeta, so this is two out of three goals. 
is he cast a smack dude right off the top? Literally within the bell ringing, he slapped him right in the face. The disrespect. And that pass is incomplete, so Miami will get the ball back. And then now Dandy responds in kind with two slaps up zone. He clearly had to redeem himself for getting knocked down after that first lap. All right, so this is the kind of battle we're getting here. Let's go. Nice armbar to start the match. Solid armbar by Cassius to get the proceedings to get the proceedings underway. <laughs> Ooh, nice knee to the face, and then keeps the pressure on the arm. Ooh, nice roll up, nice roll up. Nope, get, get it tagged. Nice, got control of the legs now. Cassius has control of the legs. Now Danny's trying to get to the ropes, and it's successful. This mask is already moving at a relatively fast pace. Sweeps the leg, and now Danny's got the legs. Gets a counter into a cross-arm breaker situation. Nope, good tag. And now Cox is trying to get to the ropes, and he can't really escape. Danny's got the legs. Trying to crawl his way to the ropes. Danny, he, he tried to. Fell horribly. Modified surfboard stretch. As... Ooh, and, ooh, nice, nice version of the surfboard stretch. Cassidy could have reached the ropes if he wanted to, but he, he was, he did not. Dandy broke the wall eventually. Oh, nope, get, get countered. And I kind of missed the ankle. Cassidy the ankle, but he countered. Locked in. Interesting. Yep, shoulders are down. Two. He bridged. Yeah, he's, he's bridging, yeah. Good bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep shoulders off the mat. You take a pin. Yep, the bridge by Casas. Keep it making sure he doesn't get pinned here. One, two, and a, and a kick out. He bridged out. Nice Nice scissor by uh, Casas. Yes. Unfortunately, now he's got the leg. Now the leg is trapped. Ankle pick. Yeah, he picks the ankle. Picks it relatively smooth. It's now got the ankle trapped in a hold. Speaking of speaking of takedowns, um, the UFC fight last Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was some good stuff there. Mm. With Miocic knocking out Cormier. Yeah, I shook up the uh, I shook up in the UFC airwaves a little bit. 
Good stuff there, but good stuff there, Nakina Cormier. Well done, my niche. Was this a hair? Is that true that Brock Lesnar won a heat with, with, uh, with Jones? That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. I, I saw that. Jones was like, nah, Brock, Brock is in Bobby life. But I did, see, I did see that last week. Going for some surfboard stretch here. Mm-hmm. That'd be his second of the match if he's successful, but this would be the more traditional form. The first one was kind of on his back with, with, with the knees in the back. Oh, no. No, he's not going. He's going for camel clutch. Yep, he's going for the camel clutch. He's got it locked in pretty deep in the center of the ring. Ooh. Nice move by Casas to basically throw him out of the ring. And then they, just, they trade chops on the floor, and then they both get back in the ring. Both guys are in a standoff in the middle. In the middle of the ring. And he just shoves him. Yeah, he did. Casas is spreading the legs. Mm-hmm. Basically, wishboning. Basically, is wishboning El Dandy right now. That's that's creative. I, I really have it. That's that's a whole alley I've ever really seen before, or I think I've ever really seen before. I've seen a wishbone, but it, like that's like short. We haven't seen like a move like this. It could be effective if done properly, as, as you can clearly see. Ooh, a little bit too high, Rosen. Now he's oh, now gonna win. Gets, gets reversing kind. Gets. This is, good, this is really good counter wrestling on both parties. Like both guys are, are trying to do a punch counter punch or hold counter hold. As Cassis is in the middle of the ring trying to break the holds as best he can or withstand the pain as best he can. So far, it's not working. Nice back. Good stuff there. The, the, the kind of a wishbone hold is still in, in play. As Cassis is trying to hit towards the ring ropes. Stand down. And Dandy pulls him back towards the center of the ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, pulling the hair. Nope, can't do that. Ref, ref caught him. Can't do that in Mexico, Japan, or anywhere, really, in wrestling. As Cassis is trying to A, keep his shoulders off the mat, and B, try to break the hold. He's not very successful, though he does grab the head. That's not going to break the hold. Yeah. Ooh, breaking the eyes is, not, is also not legal. And he gets out of the move. Now Danny kind of switches it up and now does it nice. It's like a, like a, it's not a heel hold, now it's a heel hold. He's got the like, grapevine too. But smart move by Cassis to get to the ropes. 
before any real damage was done. Both guys kind of go back to their respective corners and now are circling each other to kind of reset round number three. Oh. Ah. <laughs> kind of a matador on him. Like, I'm going to lock up. And now, we take them out. Back to the arm. Back to the wrist and then back to an arm bar. I'm pretty long first fall so far. And armbar is in tight, though. And armbar is in very tight. Cassius is trying as hard as he got of this, whether it's legal or not. So far, he is failing. Negro, calm down. Casa does get out of it. Nice counter. We've got both legs kind of refined and locked in. Oh, it's Jordan. Okay, it was Mills for the for the, the Dolphins that got hurt. Who really has not had that great of a preseason. Jordan Mills, the for the Mills. Headlock. And me basically getting into his back. Cassis has got a nice head hot. Like grapevine. Good bridge by Cassis. Good bridge, good bridge, good bridge. Yeah. Leg trapped. They've got the arms trapped here, I should say. Got the wrist control. Good grapple. Grapple. Good kick there. Frank's making another good kick. Solid 22 to 7 with 243 to go. Which is a very underrated aspect of Lucha Libre. It's the grapple. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. This is good technical wrestling. It's not the aerial stuff you kind of expect. True. Very true. Now he has an STF. Not full on with the body. There's not the body weight. Of dandy, but yeah, the STF is definitely applied, and now the STF is being transitioned back into nice. He's got the legs trapped. Now he's really going focusing on the chin, and every hold means something. It does. Get out of the hold. Oh, nice roll through. Two roll throughs. Nice reversal there with the arm. Good kip up right there. Both guys going after the wrist control. I really got it. He's going for spinning hooks. He missed. Nice drop kick by Cass. Casa. Nice drop kick. Casa going for the cover. Does not hook the leg. But a kick out happens. Kaasa probably thinking of his next move. Which kicks the gut will always take care of business. Okay, counter. Kicks the leg. It's dandy. 
Danny now going to, he's got control of the right leg. And, nope, gets it countered. Costa trying to counter it, didn't. Picks the leg again. And Danny's probably thinking of his next move. Counter, Danny off the ropes. Oh, slides under him. Very right in the face. Right in the face. Took a little too long. It did take too long, yes. He might have had a chance if he did cover sooner. That's that's very true. Jackson's going to get a big play, but it's going to be called back, probably. Looks like a cloverleaf? So a cloverleaf or a sharp, it looked like a sharpshooter, actually. But uh, but in, in, we'll never know because it didn't really go down. Because it's because yeah, slapped him. Yes. Right, so it's been a running theme, the, the slaps by, by Casa. Ooh, nice. All right, get some chops in, get some chops in. Three chops there by El Dandy. Danny trying to move him off the ropes. Kick the back of the leg, smart. Focus on the back of the leg early in the match. And he thought, he thought, Casa thought that, he, that Danny would roll over him, but instead he didn't. He got a kick in the face for his efforts. Nice power slam. Nice scoop slam. Did not hit the leg, but kicked out. Yes. It was a solid, solid game plan so far. Exploit in one area, and they can go exploit another area. They can exploit the third area. Oh. And he's doing good work right now. And he's thinking of his next move. It's taking a little bit too long to think of his next move, but, but he's thinking of his next move nonetheless. You're not. Instead, he's you're not getting for his efforts. See, he allowed too much time. That's Danny's problem. He allowed way too much time there. And now he makes it twice with the Uranagis. I think I have more of a bookend, but we get the idea. Back throw. Nope, spine buster. Nice. And he's still right into a sharpshooter. Nice. Flow. And he wins the first fall. By the submission. Wins the first fall by tap out submission. Good combination to finish it, too. The power bomb right into the sharpshooter. Or Scorpion Deathlock, depending on how you see it. And then the instant tap. And they cut right to the uh, second ball. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. We, we definitely do appreciate that. Ooh. Right off the top. There's a little Picasso. Negro Katsas going right back to the legs. As you should. You just got to tap out with a leg hold. You might as well try to finish the deal. With a modified sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. It's putting a lot of pressure on the ankles. You can see he's got one ankle trap, and he's got the other one basically getting abused by the back ankle. And I, the back ankle that he's trapping, the back of the ankle, I should say, the back of the leg, it's being trapped. Right. And 
Danny didn't submit, but Danny's not in good shape right now. As Casa basically threw him into the back of the ropes. Did Jackson just fake it? No, he didn't fake the punt. They are getting the ball back. They do have the ball, though. So, as now... Rams and right into the rope. Casa is now dominating this match. And now... Cost is pricing and the next move he's going to attempt. I kick the shit out of him. I kicked the leg will do it. It was nothing clean the, it was nothing clean about the kick of the leg while they were still in the corner. Oh that was the kick of the leg, it was kicking the groin. That was a low blow. He was definitely kicked low. I think he potentially got himself disqualified. It, it looks like he did. He was definitely kick low. And I don't think he cares right now, so I guess it's 1 1? No, it's not because the referee was blind to it. Mmm, nice to the world backbreaker. Gotta follow up here. Casa was coming up with full speed, and all of his momentum basically went right into the knee. Of Dandy. Dandy is taking way too much long, way too much time. Sack from Miami got the ball. Nice spine buster. So that's game. Oh, he just took it from him. Good stuff. Ooh, nice submission. Really nice submission. You can really bend him backwards if you really wanted to. Nice submission. Kind of a reverse modified... Uh, dragon sleeper. Yeah, reverse check, dragon sleeper. He didn't bend He didn't bend backwards. Which then, that, that's, that's the real extent of the hold. But he might not have to. He might be out. Oh, no, he's not. Cost the guy to the ropes before he... Any capitalization. That's the... It, it take, again, taking too much time. He's taking way too much time. Maybe he's just going to kneel down. Taking way too much time right now. That's been the theme. That's been one of the themes of the match. Allowing too much time to recover. Which has allowed Casa to really do his thing. That was nice. Uh, wrist lock takeover. That was a nice wrist lock takedown. Making it twice. Making it through. Better. Get countered. Nice. What are you going to do? Nope. Get it countered. Okay, does. Now, now the speed is matching. Pick it up. Nope. All the ropes. All the ropes. Nice kick. Solid kick. Solid kicks. Again. All around. You got you to follow up, my guy. You got to follow up. Nice. Nice knee to the face by Dandy. Oh, that Farouk, that spine buster that Farouk used to do. It's kind of like high time spine buster. A good string of offense there. And he gets the pen. So it's 1 1. 
and they're gonna run it. They're gonna run it back. The replay that, that happened here, and the pin. Wait, what? shut the. Oh, oh, beautiful bridge. He could escape if he wanted to. I'm. He was probably out from the spine buster, but he could escape if he wanted to. What a bridge right there. That's one way to do it. So now we are down to the last fall. First fall was won by Casa with the submission. The second one, as you, as we've just saw, was won by El Dandy with that pin with a, with a nice bridge combo to lead to it. Now the third fall, right off right off the top, we get a drop kick right off the bat by El Dandy. Casa's people are going to check on him. Casa's manager is not happy about what Danny did. Another drop kick. The referee is talking to the corner man for Casa. Who's now on the apron. And pull the Dandy in the ring, and then Dandy just dropped Kikasa. Dandy's offense is Dandy's starting to really get something. And Dandy is going to go to work. Nice diving crossbody to the outside. And Acosta's people are checking on him and making sure he's cool. Looks like he is. Looks like he's fine. And actually, he'll get back in the ring first. And he does get back in the ring. Acosta's was trying to play defense. He really oh. is. Nope. Gets him into the corner. That's Casa. Oh, gets, gets shoved off the off the top. Nice drop kick. Right, the sense, the sense of the sense of urgency is going up now, and a kick out. This is really good. The sense of urgency is a good story that's happening here. We're getting a solid showing from both parties here. We're one-to-one in terms of the falls. Order the ropes. Drop kick. Both men are still down. Now, Danny realized he has to do more. Mm-hmm. Negro Casa well, no-sells it, and... That elbow to the back of the head will do some damage. Let's go for another one. Oh, nice scent. Beautiful height on the senton. What height on that? Good stuff. Does not hook the leg. Probably should have. Kicked that anyway. Again, we are one fall apiece.
Ooh, nice, nice belly to belly. Overhead belly to belly suplex. As Casa is trying to think of his next move. Back. Nice. Elbow right there. One. Two. And now it looks like Costa's trying to finish him or do something productive. He rams him into the turnbuckles. Going back. And nice little body. Body splash there. As Casas looking to finish. Let's go for a Razor's Edge. Ooh, Razor's Edge, yep. It's a clean. And the leg is not hooked. He kicked out of that. Crowd went nuts after. I can't believe he kicked out of that. The Razor's Edge was not only landed clean, dude landed on the back of his head. He absolutely landed on the back of his head. But now Casa's got control of the match. Casa goes off the ropes. Nice shoulder tackle right there. Now Casa's thinking of what his next move is, so he's going to go to the top. Casa, nice elbow drop. Drop hooks the leg. No, hook of the leg. No, he didn't hook the leg. He did not hook the leg. Chest press. Yep. Either way, there was no fall. Okay. I know that's what he was going to do, and then he didn't. Either way, there was no fall. Oh, nice northern lights. Those northern lights, the northern lights. The beautiful bridge, but the referee did not get in the position to count it. As. It wouldn't have been quick enough anyway because Casas got right up. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And both parties are going to the second rope. We might get a superplex. Inverted superplex. Or just really just threw him off the second rope, honestly. Now, the top rope has been timed. Proud Daddy before. Casa has no idea what's about to happen. Diving looks like a double axe handle. Yeah, axe handle. Body slam. The axe handle, I don't think, was what he really wanted to do. I think what's he about to do now was his real intention. Nice drop kick. Also to the arm. Got directly on the shoulder on the arm. That axe handle also went to the arm. I see what you're doing here. Go to the world backbreaker. The movie used effectively in the first fall. Two and a kick out. 
The movie is effectively in the first fall. He's going for a power bomb. Hits it clean. Gets the stacks. One, two. And a kick out. More package. Yep, get countered, yeah. All package clean. Kick out. Gonna run it back, do it again. Kick out. That's starting to turn up with a sense of urgency and a nice shoulder tackle. By Kata. And Kata's the second is going crazy. Yeah, he is snapping on the outside. Ice coverage take that. Oh, my. Oh, oh, oh Got him. And now Dandy wins the CMLL Middleweight Championship. Crowd goes wild. Crowd is spazzing out. That was excellent. That was a frantic finish. A little slower pace than I thought it would be, but it was a pretty solid match. That, was, up, that was excellent. Good job Good on both jo parties. Um... It seemed like Dandy so many times was going to pay for not following up as well as he should have, but he did not. He was able to put it together. Impressive. So, next week, this is a neat week next week because we got two matches with the same opponents in similar time frames. Mm. Um... It's Misawa versus Jumbo Saruta from 6890 and 9190. So, two matches in the span of three months. It's neat that they are placed right there. And this is just coincidence that they're placed right there. But the earlier match was placed ahead. But we will watch in order. Oh. Next week. So we'll watch the 6-8 match first. And then go to the September match. Next week. On Get in the Ring. Socials. Alright. Twitter.com slash Beast Mike. I will be doing Spikes games on Friday tomorrow. And I'll be doing them on Sunday as well. It's actually Trace McSorley Bobblehead Day, ironically, on Sunday. At the, at the Spikes game. So I'll be doing that. Obviously, we'll be going back to school next week. Uh, I will still obviously do this, but I will certainly be at school quite a bit uh, as we as we keep going. So yeah, that's keep trucking this week. Pretty much. That's uh, and that's where I'll be next uh, next coming weeks. I will be doing the uh, Penn State game as I mentioned last week. I'll be doing the Penn State game for the ESPN station. I'll, I'll in State College will be the producer there uh, for that radio broadcast as well. So naturally I got a fully very busy uh few days ahead of me. Um DJ D Cooks Wrestle on Twitter, GITR Wrestle. We'll figure out something for the big day of August thirty first mm -hmm. on the GITR Wrestle side. Um, um so it's we got Cardiff at two. We got AEW's at what, eight? Yeah, and and, and we have to watch New Japan World Quest as well, airing live. August probably 31st. around. 
probably around the same time as um, Cardiff. In short, August 31st is a monster day. Yup. And, and we'll preview it all next week. Next mm-hmm. week's a huge week. Um, so, for DJV Cooks, this is, and for Beats Mike, this is DJV Cooks saying later. <laughs>
because obviously, um, we'll spoil that right now. Kenta joins Bullet Club. Yep, I did see that. I did see that, and I like it. I like it. Shibata Shibata just beat the living shit out of him. (laughs) And we don't know if Shibata's back or not, but Shibata did a little in-ring stuff. He did a hesitation drive kick to Kenta before getting beat up. If he's taking bumps, then... It may be. And you know what? I slow play a Shibata return and have him return at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, that's what they're probably going to do. I don't know how it will work with his head, but yeah, but it's an interesting booking decision. Um, to have uh Kenta join Bullet Club, right. and he was getting cheers all tournament with the New Japan fans, so it actually made sense. It was a brilliant booking move. He just makes sense as a heel to me. Um, Kenta does. He just yeah. makes sense as a heel. He, he just he just came off. Uh, just especially watching, like I know, watch but too much. I know I watch the Tanahashi, uh, not the Tanahashi, the Bushi match uh, to start the tournament. It just, it just flowed better as a heel. It, it just, it just feels better when he can bring that physical style as a heel. and He doesn't have to be reserved. So right. ideally, in a perfect world, that would be the move I would make: is have Kenta and Shibata battle in the dome, if at all possible. Right. Right. Will Ospreay versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Of course, this was fantastic. Um, lots of spots, but fantastic. Mm. Really good. Will Ospreay does get the big win. Hook kick with the hook kick, hidden blade, and stormbreaker combination. Um, um, the the uh, ace is high. Um, hits ace is high, but then. Then um, Osprey countered it with the cradle um, for it to like the top, the standing high flat flow. Then hook kick followed hidden blade and stormbreaker. This was like fantastically worked. Must work. Must watch match of the tournament right the here. Cul- the culmination of a, what was a magnificent tournament for Osprey in terms of quality. And points it was sort of a success too because he had eight. Yeah. So Osprey, though he didn't have I mean he's had a couple signature wins though. So I, I gotta say it's a very prosperous tournament for Will Osprey. So yeah. Koto Ibushi defeats Kazuchika Okada in another fantastic match. As we ex- we both expected Ibushi to beat Okada and, and go to the final. 25-11. Um, this hits two Kamigoyes, uh, jumping knee strike, and a head kick to win that. So, Kota Ibushi is your winner of A Block. Now we go to B Block final night. Um, this was a little underwhelming, but, but, um, like the really high end stuff was high end, but and then, then the, uh, Stuff that didn't connect didn't connect. So Jeff Cobb defeats Toriano. Um, Cobb hit a super kick in the tour of the islands after countering a low blow. Um, um, Cobb gets a win over Yana. Big Tomohiro Ishii puts Taichi to a four and a half star match. Mm. And, 
this is must watch. Um, tai Chi hits, hits a, gets a super kick counter, um, but then hits it on the rebound and Black Master connects and Tai Chi wins. So tai Chi gets a big win over Big Tom Ishii for a never open weight championship. Presumably for a never open weight championship. Um, um, match. Match, yes. John Moxley loses to Juice Robinson as we predicted. It would seem that Juice has now set himself up for Moxley's U.S. title. This was a very good match. Um, um, gets the left hand god in both direction for the win. Moxley performed in this tournament very well. Yeah, he um, did. Shingo defeated Hiroki Goto in fifteen fifteen. Um, to basically knock out Goto from the proceedings. Yeah, to knock out Goto from the proceedings, which um, left it. Which would mean Tetsuya Naito versus Jay White is your winner-take-all match. This underwhelmed. This was disappointing. Um, but Jay White works to his character very well, and Jay White would hit the Blade Runner to defeat one Tetsuya Naito to mm. advance to the finals. The, the bridesmaid remains the bridesmaid, and Jay White's really, really good year. Continues. And we'll go over two of the things on the undercard um, that meant something. Bullet Club defeated Kenta, Yoshiaji, and Big Tamishi. This is when kind of turned on his partners. The mm-hmm. um, angle was red. You heard the crowd reaction. Red. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they, they were all for it. It, was, it made... It made sense. It simply made sense. That table junior and Minoru Suzuki defeat Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kazuchika Okada. And, the, and then Saber guillotine Tanahashi and Suzuki hits Gotch by, to Okada for the win. Um... And Suzuki is going to be the title challenger for Royal Quest. The big four matches for Royal Quest are for they're doing a tag tournament ref row, and the winner of that gets gets Gorillas of Destiny. Okay. Tom Ishii versus Kenta. Mm. We'll take that. Okay. And then they're not doing that at white again. They might be, um, and then, well, well, let me, because I know they have one more match. What? Saber Tanahashi. Mm. That'd be a good match. For the ref for British Heavyweight Championship as well. So, and then the, Undercard matches are Jetsy and Naito and Sonata versus Jay White and Chase Owens. Probably a junior tag title match. Um, here, Will Ospreay and Robbie Eagles versus Taiji Ishimori and, and El Fantasmo. Kodobushi and Juice Robinson versus Yujiro Takahashi and Hikaleo. 
Rasuke Taguchi, Shota Yumino, and Ren Narita versus Rocky Romero Show and Yo. Not August thirty first. Mm. As oh, oh, and oh, what a what a day August thirty first is going to be. We got that event you just mentioned, All Out in Shotown, and NXT Takeover Cardiff will be yep. pretty much running at the same time All Out is. Oh, what a night August 31st is going to be. Not to mention the fact that's the true beginning of college football uh, season. So, so Notre Dame is going to be playing August 2nd on the Monday. On oh, y'all playing on the Monday. Oh, y'all playing Memorial. Um, what, Labor Day is the second, right? Labor Day. Yeah, Labor Day is the second. We play on Labor Day. So. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, as you know, I'm a big Notre Dame fan for... for and as most people would know, I am a Penn State fan. I will naturally, and I'll I'll explain what I'll what I'll be doing for the opening kickoff weekend. So I'll explain that later when we, when we do the plugs and stuff. So the last piece of business of G one was Kota Ibushi versus Jay White. We we both expected Kota to, to win Block A. We both had Naito winning B. So the bridesmaid did not get it done. And Jay White got continues this magnificent year, but. Cody gets it done in about a half hour, a little over a half hour. Yes, and it was a really good match. Um, the the, the second half was really good. I, I would rate it a four and a quarter. Nothing okay. to blow away. Um, you think the first half took too long? A little bit, yeah, and like little shenanigans with the ball club. But once they got rolling, it really it really once worked. Once they got rolling, like. Yeah, so so Bushi has the briefcase. Very successful tour. Um, I'll do a top five matches actually. Okay. Number one, Okada Osprey. Number two, Naito Shingo. Number three, three Ibushi Sonata. Four, um, Ishi Moxley, and five, um, Shingo versus Ishi. Mm. Those are my top five matches. Oh, and Okada Bushi's up there too. So that that'd probably pretty much be six. Yeah, that would be pretty much six. Fair enough. So let's see. Now I think it's time to bring it to takeover. And yes, bring it to takeover. We're not we're not going stateside. We're actually going to Toronto. Uh for for the WWE stuff. Because pretty much everything took place in take in Toronto, with exception to the uh, NXT UK. So we're pretty much gonna go by like storylines, except for Takeover stuff, because Takeover pretty much did its own thing, and then the breakout final was on um, last Let's night. Let's do a order of like occurrence, because yeah, sure. Okay. I know Shizango beat um, Forgotten Sons. Yes. Um, good little match, and then and then I didn't finish NXT. Who won the breakout? Um. Tournament? Ah, what's the bull's name? I, I I literally just saw it. Uh, winner, winner of the breakout tourney. Also, King of the Ring is gonna be announced. Uh, let's see, Miles. Miles. Jordan yeah. Miles. Yeah, Jordan Miles won. Formerly ACH. Oh, formerly ACH. Uh, he wins the breakout tournament over Cameron Grimes. He wins the final, and he will get the. 
in the title shot of his choice. It's a matter of whether it's you. You would think he's going after the NXT Championship, but it, it, he'll get the title shot of his choice uh, whenever he, whenever, whenever it's time. Now, I think him and Dream would have real good chemistry. Ooh, that actually would be a really good match. That actually would be a very good match. But so, speaking of NXT TakeOver, we go to TakeOver proper, where... TakeOver Toronto 2. Fantastic. It was a um, really good show. I do have complaints about the main event. Um, okay. Rewatching it. Um, I, I rated it highly... Like four and three quarters, I'm down to four and a quarter now. Mm. Well, and we'll and we'll get to it. We'll, we'll go through it uh, one by one. But it's more like the uh, Meltzer complain about it, okay, than anything else. Um, now, now the first match was the NXT Tag Title match of Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish versus Street Profits. This, this was cool. this was dope. The Street Profits were really good, really, really good, especially Montez Ford. Like you mentioned before, like I was watching it live at the at the station, and Montez Night Ford was excellent. Montez Ford show. It, it, it kind of was. I mean, Jordan. Uh, I mean, like Angelo Dawkins did his thing, and Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish were really good. But but this is a this has been a breakout year for Montez Ford individually, and a breakout year for the Street Profits collectively. The Street Profits get it done. Uh, once again, beating one of the more successful tag teams in NXT history. So well done on their part by the Street Profits to retain the tag titles. The next uh, match was Candice and Io Sarai, and I'm thinking, okay, whatever. This, this is uh, whatever. This is gonna be like a, a decent match, but like kind of a okay. But NXT, they, they always seem to have the, the thing about the takeovers. They always have a classic. And they always have a match that's like, okay, whatever. You, you don't have to rewatch it you, after you watch it once. This wasn't that one. I thought this was, I thought this would be the, the one that you could breeze over after you watch it the first time. This wasn't that. I'd never seen this Candace better. Fucking awesome. I'd never seen Candace Slay better. That was she was Eel, outstanding. Freaking good. Eel's so good as a heel. I rated it at four and a half stars. I'm this not was, I'm not nuts because Zonka rated it at four no, and a half stars. No, you're not. But this was really good. This match was outstanding. I've never seen either of these people better. Eel's really good. And she's wrestled incredible people like Tony Storm and obviously Shayna uh, Baszler over the last few months. But Talk I about the look that good. It was not good. <laughs> oh, oh the, wow. we'll, get, we'll get in the women's title match. But like, I, I've never seen Candace look this good. I was I was so impressed with Candice LeRae. The, the she she was absolutely brilliant in that match. Well, well done. Imagine this is the second best NXT women's title women's match in their history. At the Sasha LA from Brooklyn. Or Brooklyn. After, uh, yeah. Yeah, this is the second best. Um, I can't put it ahead of Sasha Bailey on, no. in front of my no because I, I, I couldn't do that. Imagine. But this was right off there. I'm like, was, what are they? It was so. It was shot. And what puts it up there is the fact that it was so shocking. It was shockingly great. I think that's the thing. We expected Sasha Bailey to be really good in Brooklyn. I don't think either of us or anyone expected that match to be that great. I think that's. I think I that's the part that really. Four four stars for and a quarter for its position on the card. Four and a half stars. Second match of the night. Can't get any better. No. You can't get better, but it's like you can't. 
there's not much further they could have gone. I think is what we're saying here. Right. Okay, okay. next in the totem pole, Velveteen, Roddy, and Pete Dunne. This is the match I was most looking forward to. It did not disappoint. No, it all, did not either. All three of these dudes brought it. Really good match. Again, love the love how Velveteen kind of has a custom entrance for every takeover. Love that. It, it, the match itself was really dope from, from bell to bell, from start to finish. It, it felt like at many times in the match, Dunn was going to win. At a lot of these, at a lot of points in this match, it felt like Pete was going to get it done. Well, ultimately, Velveteen finds a way to win. He finds a way to keep the North American Championship, hits the Purple Rainmaker after Strong hit the end of Heartache on Dunn. Velveteen hits the Rainmaker on Strong and then pins Dunn to keep, to keep his title. Very impressive work by all parties involved. Velveteen Dream gets it done. Now we get to the one match on the show that was no, actually no before and actually has to say before the uh, North American title match. There was, the brawl, there was the brawl between Riddle and uh, oh, Killian yeah. Dane, which is a, which even that was good. That was a good brawl and it made a whole lot of sense. So yeah. I, I was all, I was all for that brawl. So I, I was well done. Riddle and the security guard, right? And with, with, with that splash, with with that divide through the table. Um, which I thought was nice. So, like, even that made a whole lot of sense. So that made that was really quality stuff. Now we get to the NXT Women's Championship match, and oh, it seems it was just sloppy. It really was sloppy. It had no heat. What's up? It had no heat. Yeah, it, it was. It was just sloppy. The, the match it just never. They never seemed to really be coordinated together. Mia and Shayna. It it just did. It just didn't flow well. And the crowd, yeah, the crowd was probably done. The, the crowd was probably down because the first three matches were really, really good. And they didn't have that cool off. And, and even the brawl was really good. So they didn't have that time to like, okay, we can cool off now. They didn't have that. Unfortunately, it became this match. Shayna won, which was nice. Shayna retains and will probably have her title for over a year now. But there was just nothing there. It, 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 just, didn't, it just didn't gel. Like it, like Shayna and Bianca, that gelled. Like Shayna and Kyrie, that gelled. This did not, unfortunately. Yeah. Now we get, to, and now we get to the two out of three falls. Effectively, three strange stages of hell. I'm glad that Cole's fall went first because it would have been kind of weird to do street fight and then classic wrestling and then that monstrosity of a cage that Regal introduced. Okay, the Ambrose Asylum. Pretty much, yes. Essentially, the Ambrose Asylum with. With no thumbtacks. And barbed wire on top of the cage as opposed to a barbed wire bat. Right. So, I, I did like, I liked the cage. I, I was all for the cage. I, I thought that was dope. I thought that was really cool. I thought the kind of cage, it was a little, I'll, I'll say, it, it's a little too self-indulgent um, okay. with the spots. Um, like, you're gonna, I'm all for Canadian destroyers, don't get me wrong. I'm, yes. all, I'm all for a good Canadian destroyer spot. But it feel like they were killing each other too much. Yeah, but, the super the super Canadian destroyer, for example. Yeah. Like I hated the finish of the first fall. It was a little yeah, self-indulgent. Um of like doing like a lot of two False falsies, um, um, and 
stuff like that. So that was my main complaint. I okay. still went for a quarter on it, but but it was like it it was a little masturbatory um at times, but I enjoyed it for the most part. I thought it was entertaining. Uh, I didn't like the the finish of the first fall. I understood it. I understood the psychology that Gargano put into the first fall, uh, into the finish of the first fall. Just uh, I'll I'll take the loss in the first I, one, just to get a jump on the second one, which abs which was which worked out brilliantly. But I I didn't love it either. I wish it would it would have been a straight up finish, but I understood why he did it. I, I did comp- I did understand. And it felt like fifty one minutes too. It did. It's not like a. It wasn't like the uh, David Starr Joey Janela match that you 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 saw a sixty minute Iron Man match and it felt like a twenty minute match. No, this. I mean, if they're gonna end the rivalry. I, I guess they had to do it with like a, like a big bang, like like a like a, a super way to do it. But yeah, <laughs> fifty one minutes. That, that, that did take, it did feel like it. It did feel like every second. It all mattered. Everything they did mattered in the match. It's yeah. just like, yeah, it, yeah. it felt I, like it, it did I, feel like 50 minutes. I thought it was a little self-indulgent. Um, okay. Like, we'll do two minutes. I thought the spot, I thought a couple spots were like, come on, guys. You know. Yeah. But that, that. that was just my complaint about it. So, all in all, four really good matches and, a, and a, not a dud, but not a really good match. But, uh, as the co-main. No, no, the co-main was a three-star special. Yeah. Three-star special, nothing there. But everything else is no lower than four and a quarter, so that, so that, that makes for a really good takeover. Right. So, good, good work by the men and women of takeover. I'm on the other hand. Can we just... Now... Uh, felt, it felt long. It did um, feel long. It was like I was like watching it, like I'm like, okay, Buddy Murphy gets a man. Pretty show Drew grew up to be Ernie Morgan. This was good, but it didn't really have time. Right. Which one? Well, I'm, like, I'm glad they ran it back on 205. I'm I'm glad Gulak and and, uh, and Lorkin ran it back on 205, and they're they're continuing to keep that going. Uh, I like the Gulak retained. What's up? I was happy that Buddy Murphy got got um got a match, but right. it was um Rowan cut it short. Um, mm-hmm. Murphy did show some flashes. Yes, um, I would give Buddy Murphy a per- a push. I wouldn't mind it. I, I like that he's getting more exposure. And, and then Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss defeat the Iconics. Two star special there. Uh, eventually to kind of continue with with Alexa and Nikki as women's tag champions, which is fine. Do we actually get? Cre- I think two credible women's tag champions. Uh, I think these are credible, a credible team here. So I, I keep that going. I like I like where they're going with this. Now we get to the main card, and that started with. I don't remember what the main cards what the main card of SummerSlam started with. It started with. Uh, yeah, submission. All right, the Becky, Becky and Natty. Which wasn't too bad. I, I, didn't, I didn't mind I it. Agree. I, I, I agree this. I gave it three and a half. I, I, it was, I, I, it was a solid match. Solid. It was solid, and they worked 
the stipulation well, but the yeah. crowd was into it in the right person one. Um, I, I, I don't like seeing Becky win, uh, Natty win, but yeah, Be- Becky getting it done with the disarmor. I-, I love how they both used each other's finisher, although that each other's uh, submission, although that was a good touch. So, I, I and the the super star, the sharp shooter from the second rope, I thought was really good. I was, I was all, I, I like the creativity that was involved in, in the match too, that especially. So um, that that was nice, but a good way to open the show, certainly. Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler looks like the ultimate geek. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, why? Why did he keep getting? Why do you keep asking for more? That he kept really- asking for more and looked like a geek every time. Oh, Dolph Ziggler looks so bad. Oh, that was that was man. That was that was a lot. That was uh, that was completely unnecessary for Dolph to continue taking that beating. But it was hilarious that he basically was folded in half. Oh, we also got that. Uh, so clearly, the spear quota was met because of what Goldberg did and what Edge did in the pre-show spearing Elias. We had no Roman Reigns, so we had to keep the spear quota going. So Goldberg got him three times uh, with the spears. This really, this really was nothing. Just, just, just to see Goldberg actually have something that wasn't the Undertaker match. So as the last thing we remember is go- with Goldberg. Uh, I, to me, that's all this, this should be. It was only a minute forty-five. Yeah, no, there's, there's no need to. No, there's no need to because I think I think this is just a way of saying, okay, that Taker Goldberg match was, was whack. So let, let's let's actually have something of somewhat substance to have Goldberg go out on. I hope that's what happens here. We don't need to see Goldberg ever again, at least in a wrestling ring. Um, Ricochet AJ Styles this could have been laid out better. Um, yeah, it was. Oh, um, and I the, love the finish. I thought the finish was dope, but yeah, it was the same finish versus the Abushi, but he didn't botch it this time, mm. and and he did it again low key in TNA, um, but yeah. it's yeah. nothing much to say about that match. No, Bailey and Bermoon either. No, um, that, that, I didn't like that match either. Just like really lacking in crowd heat. Um, no strong drama either. Like the cutoff spots were not right. played well. Um, um, but, but I think that's the problem with, with that like, because you can't really. There's really not much to hate on with Beth, with Bailey or Ember. But like there wasn't a natural heel, so no, like it didn't have stars. a natural stars. Um, natural animosity. And uh, I'm just say, saying it was competent. Yeah. Um, I could give it two and three quarters. I did not like Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. I, I was I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I'm like I'm like you you're gonna put the odds against Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is gonna win Fine. and then on Shane is gonna fine you a hundred thousand dollars to get his heat back. What Shane, the fuck just, is this Shane just let it go. Shane just let it go. I I was see I was would have been cool with the payoff of Owens winning and then going on to win King of the Ring, and that's it. We don't have to worry about Shane no more. But Shane just wouldn't let it die. Shane just let it die. I, I'd have been perfectly cool with everything else that happened. Like the match itself, cool. Kevin Owens gets the payoff on Shane. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Owens moves on. Like I, I, it moves on, goes onward and upward towards King of the Ring. I'd have been cool with all that. Shane didn't have to do what he did on, on SmackDown. That, that's just that's just a lot of salt on Shane's part. Like the so, writing but, of. 
company is just shit. The yeah, booking of the company is shit. Um, I'm sorry. Um, it's completely unnecessary for, for uh... I'm sorry. Charlotte defeats Trish Stratus. Now this was good. This was very good. Yes. Um, three and a half stars here. Um, she she looked a bit off early on, but got things together and really excelled in the bumping and selling. They flowed well once they got into a groove. Yeah. I think that's the key to this whole to this match. It took them a little bit to get into it, but once they really flowed well and once they really focused and kind of got into it against each other, as opposed to the crowd playing into the crowd, I thought it flowed very, very nicely. I was all I was very into this match. Trish looked tremendous. Charlotte looked looked very well, which which is which is basically what a typical Charlotte situations. Well done on both parts. And, and then Trish, the next match was taking a shit on our chest. <laughs> this was fucking done. This was fucking boring. This was stupid. Um, um, the finish was stupid. It was just fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the we're talking about Randy and Kofi. I I, uh, I, I would go dud on this, but the work was okay. So I, was I'm fine, gonna give yeah. it one star, but. The work but was fine. I did not like the finish. Two and a half. Oh, this match was shit. The work was the match was fine. I think that Kofi and Randy worked fine. The finish I did not like at all. I don't think anyone would like the finish. Uh, I, I get it. You keep heat on Randy for, for messing with. For, it's just for, a question of Randy Orton Borthas. For for keeping. Yeah, like the, the, I get it. I get it. I get what you. I get why you're saying that too. Like the match itself. Why, why'd you have that finish? I, I'd have been much more content with Kofi having a signature win. Yeah, they they played they absolutely played the rainy space. The match played at Kofi's pace if it, if it was with, with some speed to it, it'll work. The problem is Randy can't go at that pace, and it, it showed. It unfortunately showed. Uh, just the, the finish was not very good. The like the, the, the flow was there, but the finish was not, and it was just really really unfortunate. And then the, uh, and then rightfully they get bullshit chance. Yep. Yeah. The, the, no, because even, the finish. I think, like even watching it, you didn't even notice the ref was count counting. Oh my god! Yeah. It's yeah, it just so unfortunate because the RK, even even the RKO spot was nice, but it was like, come on, man, we're, we're really gonna do that? Have, Finish with a double count out or the match that absolutely needed a payoff. Come on, man. Um, that was the payoff, so we'll. I, I, I love, I love the, the the feed stuff. The entrance oh, was, that great. was the... That was actually the code orange entrance theme was actually fucking dope. Yes, from Pit code orange is from Pittsburgh, so sort of local to Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, the fiend looked good. Um, yes, I can't rate it, rate it, but this was supposed that it, this it played out like it should have. It played it played out like it was supposed to. It was supposed to be the fiend destroying Finn Balor. It was supposed to do that. So I, I had no problem with it whatsoever. You want to make the fiend look strong. You want to make the fiend look like a very competent character, and that's the that was the I think they played it off really really well. I had no beef with that whatsoever. Uh, I, I thought they did a very fine job. With making Finn Balor, uh, making the Fiend as strong as he was, well done. I'm not, I'm not hating on that at all. And then 
Uh, Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins wins. This, this, they ended this so good. Um, but the match was actually better than the Mania match. Yes. Agreed. It, it definitely was. Brent, and they went 13 minutes, and it didn't feel like 13 minutes. It sure did. Yeah, I'm shocked they went 13. But it so, was good. But it worked. It, it, it all it made sense. It was yeah. played off really well. I, I had no beef with it whatsoever. It felt like an actual match as opposed to whatever WrestleMania was. So I, I had no beef with it whatsoever. So basically, I think SummerSlam, it hit when it, when it really, really needed to. As, as a show, eh, not very good. It hit when it needed to with Charlotte and Trish and Brock oh. and Seth. Those oh. were the two that it absolutely had to hit, and it did. But uh, other than that, not, mu- not much else that you can go back and, and rewatch and say, okay, this was good. Other than those two matches and probably the Fiend stuff. But that's about it. That you could actually go back and, and rewatch, and it's no harm, no foul. Now, on Raw... What we got was a King of the Ring announcement, which I do like that the King of the Ring is going to be the, is going to be here. It's going to be a thing, and I hope they actually make it a viable prize to win King of the Ring this year. So we got the participants list, and hmm, what's the King of the Ring? Oh, and also AJ is going to fight Braun Strowman off the U.S. title. Where's the one of the King of the Ring participants? King of the Ring participants. I'm about to, I have to go look them up. Uh, I have to go re. I have to go re-get them. But go through all. I'll work them up. Yeah. So the the King of the Ring. Uh. So basically, Raw. As he's looking up the King of the Ring. Friday. Paul Cruz, Baron Corbin, Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander, Cesaro, Chad Gable, Drew McIntyre, Elias, The Miz, Kevin Owens, Ricochet. Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, and Shelton Benjamin. And the final Clash of Champions. The final Clash of Champions. All right. Good group. Good group. Now, it's a pretty productive group. Uh, now, the King of the Ring. I do wonder. All right. So, who do you... Who'd you have from Raw? If you're going to just have Raw on SmackDown, like Raw had their side, SmackDown had their side, what would be your ideal final? But I'm going to be dreaming, but Ricochet, I'll wait. I'll be fever dreaming, but that's what I want to see. Ricochet Andrade. Andrade, to me, Andrade, Andrade Cedric would be really good. I loved Cedric versus uh, versus McIntyre on Raw. I thought that was great. Uh, I thought that was great. And then Roman Reigns and Buddy Murphy on SmackDown, I thought was awesome. Roman Reigns uh, Buddy was a great match. It really was. Yeah, Buddy Buddy and Roman was awesome on SmackDown. It really was. So those those are easily the two best TV shows uh, for the week on WWE television. As I'm watching Gulak uh, tap out, basically make um, Lorcan tap to the Gulak. <clears throat> At the at the end of a, actually he didn't tap out he passed out at the two hundred five, but uh, yes I was all for the those two matches this week, and ideally my final four is Andrade's on SmackDown so Andrade and Ali on SmackDown, Ricochet and Alexander on Raw would be my dream final four 
I'd like to see McIntyre. Although, although McIntyre in either their place would be on on Raw's place would be fine. I, I'd like I'd like to see McIntyre there, but I think that the final that has the most promise to be like, wow, this match is going to be awesome. It would be a combination of those four guys that we're talking about here. Ricochet Owens could have a good match. Though. Ricochet Owens could kill it too. Yeah, they could kill it. And Cesaro is a Swiss Army knife. It could battle with pretty much everybody. The final would be Cesaro, buddy Murphy. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> that would actually be really good. <laughs> that would actually be. That would actually be dope. There's a lot of different. There's a lot of good combinations here. Of course, fake banter's in there. Of course, basically your night and your nightmare final would be Corbin and who? Who's SmackDown your nightmare? Yeah, Corbin Elias. Okay. Which is not going to happen because they don't do heel versus heel. So. No. And they're not going to advance Baron Corbin for in this tournament anyway because you Baron would Corbin. Think. Remember, Vince likes Corbin a whole lot more than you do. You, you would think that's the case. But Corbin had his push and it failed. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Corbin had his push and they closed it. Yes. But, uh, but, uh, but if you've learned anything from Vince, we've, we've learned that it is a. We we learned that Vince can be a little unpredictable and be could be incredibly insane sometimes. So, uh, so we, we we can uh I, I won't I will assume nothing when it comes to Vince. Well, when, it, when it comes to Vince and Corbin, because we know Vince loves Corbin. I would have to think my winner if I had to pick a winner right now. Ooh, I want McIntyre to get a push. I really do. I think Owens is winning it. I, I think yeah, I can see why you think Owens. I think McIntyre wins. I want McIntyre to get a push. I really I do. Clear. What? Mustafa Ali win? Hell yes. Do Mustafa I think Ali would be dope too. No, but with somebody, somebody's gonna win. Hopefully, it's not the Miz, Baron Corbin, or Elias. Miz, I wouldn't mind because I wouldn't mind Miz in the World Championship situation. But yeah, the other two, I, I could go without them. I like Elias, but I don't want Elias to be in a world titles in a world title spot. So, Apollo Cruz Apollo Cruz is promising. Apollo Cruz has got promise. I'd rather he be in the IC title situation though. Yeah, yeah, he, he doesn't need to be in the world title match um, right now. He needs to be in the, in the IC title discussion. And also on Raw, um, what was the main event of Raw? Main event of Raw was AJ and Seth, which was okay, and it broke down because of the club, and the club basically beat up Seth Rollins, and so Ricochet and then Braun Strowman appeared to save Seth Rollins' skin. And this turned into Braun Strowman challenging AJ Styles for the... Actually, AJ Styles challenging Braun Strowman for the U.S. title on Raw this week. Which, in theory, perfect case scenario, AJ loses to Strowman. You finally give Strowman something to do. And then, yeah, AJ go after Seth. Well, with, the, with this time with the club. Ideally, that's the way I play this. My memory is the last two U.S. champions going, going right to world title feuds. It, it, it's a little weird. Yes, but AJ was in a world AJ was in a world title situation before he won the US title. So I I would have no problem with him jumping back to get Seth. I have more of a problem with Jeff. But I can't think of logic in WWE. It's practically illogical. So 
So it is, it, they they are they try to be a go with the flow company, don't they? Yeah. So yeah, the, major, the major thing that happened otherwise in WWE or anything WWE related was that uh, was that uh, Joe was Joe Coffey and Dave Mastiff are going to fight in the last minute standing match and uh, take over Cardiff. But that, that's the, uh, that's going to be a good match. Uh, that's the the major yeah, other big thing that happened with Taz Roman. What's that? You know, Buddy Murphy lied. Yeah, Buddy Buddy lied. Basically, to get Roman off his back, but unfortunately, got Rowan and Daniel Bryan on his back now. And Daniel and Rowan are promising to find the culprit for Roman Reigns this week. That's effectively uh, WWE stuff. Versus Orton and the Revival on SmackDown. It was a decent match. It was was a decent main event of SmackDown. Ultimately, it was Revival hitting the Shadow Machine on Woods. To get the pin and Norton RKO'd everybody Kofi twice. That was that was effectively that's effectively WWE this week. I'm um watching UK just just to see what happened here. How the sub tickets are coming. Oh, and the, and they're, they're going to be in Sacramento. Uh, also, uh, Evolve's champion Austin Theory headlines a new class of WWPC guys and girls. Oh. Uh, I'm looking for this. Oh, yeah, he's only 22 years old. Dude's got such a future. He really does. So, so I'm looking. So I'm looking forward to what Austin Theory could do. Okay. So we'll go to the empty arena match from 425-1981. All right, 425-1981. Terry Funk. And Sherry Lawler. Empty arena match. So, whenever you're ready. Mm-hmm. Or waiting to get waiting to see this ad go on, but I'm good. Good. Four, three, two, one, go. Of course, Lance Russell and Dave Brown on commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, the legendary Lance Russell and Dave Brown. Lance Russell's in the Observer Hall of Fame. Dave Brown. Is it a precursor to the... Uh... Yeah, the ring announcer in the middle of the ring here. Lance. Again. Lance posted up in the middle of the ring. Oh, he's got a different suit on. Okay. We've got enough light and everything. We can, uh, we can take it all down. And all we get, you know, I don't even he's know. He's going to light it. I mean, it's not going to offend anybody. There's no one to offend, so fine. And obviously, smoky laws are different. Forty, uh, thirty years of difference, and almost forty years. South California. I think most wrestling fans know that Terry Funk is the former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Terry Lawler, the meat, man to man. Of course, Funk had accused Lawler of having homer decisions uh, in his battles with Terry uh, Funk previously, <laughs> and with Brother Terry right. Funk and so forth. Uh, he said, no fans, 
no officials, no police, nobody, you and me. One-on-one. It's a true one-on-one. Asked me to deliver the challenge publicly so that it would be on record that he had challenged Lawler. Uh, Jerry Lawler uh, later said, set it up. So here we are. We're in the midst of Let's get it, okay. 300 empty seats. And that's all that will be here to witness the particular bout. Because of the halftime heat. Myself, yes, the, this this kind. I guess is where they got the idea from, uh, for, for the Rock Mankind in 1999, oh. when Mankind won the WWE Championship for the second time, basically crushing Rock with a um, with a forklift, with, with the stuff from for like stuff from a forklift. Here at this time, we will just have to wait and see. If it takes place, you'll have a record of it. If it doesn't, uh, then you will never see this. Oh, uh, counter. I'm watching. Meanwhile, well, while this match heats up, I'm watching. Uh, Mark Andrew. I'm watching. Uh, Mark Coffee. Ooh, almost get a pin on my father. But uh, he didn't. He didn't get the. He didn't get the pin off the choke slam. It's good choke slam though. now. Mark Andrews watching. His uh, his partner on the outside. Flash Morgan Webster. Very fun. Is coming into the Coliseum. Yeah. I'm ready to wrestle. Where is Lawler? I told you. Where's he at? Where's he at? Come on down here. He's ready to get this war on. War on everybody on the side. What's the deal here? Are we going to get a match or is it going to be a fight? This sounds like it's about to be a fight. That's what this sounds like. I don't I came up here for a Mark Andrews taking out Wolfgang. And to get his work from Mark Andrews. He would show up for nothing. Just a little after one o'clock right now. Just Meanwhile, Mark Coffey's holding his was slipping in and looked right into a pin. And got no he didn't get the got the two count. No, he didn't get the two. He got the three. He got the three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huge win, Flash Morgan Webster beating Mark Coffey. Yep. As strong as you go ahead and sign up. You go, I'll sign up. All right, brother. From the time he started wrestling to about 65, was like, I'm coming out of bed ready to fight. I, I, I get the feeling Terry Funk had a bad day if he didn't throw a punch. From like from 18 to 65, pretty much. I, I get the feeling that like he had a bad day if he didn't throw a punch. Yeah. Yeah, he was wrestling. I think he. Terry Funk is snapping. Vicious. Vicious. Bro, This is so good. Terry Funk is snapping. Oh, man. Terry Funk is snapping. This is quality. This is quality content. 
We didn't even get to people throwing blows yet. This is already funny. This is already really good. I tell you that there's a good possibility. And then Lance is like playing like the perfect foil. He really is. Yeah, he really, he really is kind of like he's trying to calm him down, but at the same time, like the stall tactic is really good. Hey, what else you doing? Come up in here. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Will you knock that stuff off? Look, you're the one that. Hey, 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 come on. Okay, now look, Gary. You asked me to come down here. And you treat me with. Hey, well, wait. Just, I didn't. Okay, I didn't. I wasn't meaning anything. Wow. With this. He he wants he wants to fight Lawler. He wants to fight Lawler now. He doesn't want anything else. And I'm here in the event that Lawler, we set up the show and have the match in there. Now, we've done our part of the thing. And the fact that he's not here isn't my fault. Yeah, I'm not here. There, over here. Uh-oh. Look who's there. Jerry the Kid. I'm going to get over here again. I'm going to get over here. Hey, Lawler. Come on up here. I'm going to break your crown. I'm going to break your crown, man. Look at that fool. Look at that. So, and Lala's posted up all white. Like a clean in the all white. Call him a jackass. He's here. Lala is chilling in the, in the all white. Very casually, very slow. We're going to get back over to. Walking very slowly. Also, WWE's 24 of the year of return of Kofi, I thought was was really good. They, they did 20, WWE 24 really well. Yeah, but Law Law is not coming to the ring. The background is patient. Funk is patiently waiting. They're not so patiently waiting. We waited and waited. He's got his crown off. He's got the cape off. Lawless chewing some gum. This is suspense is building. Very you know there's no crowd. Not only the suspense building, is the fact that Law is drawing this out. Law is making, that was really making this nice. He's just waiting this out. And he's, he's just taking his time and letting Funk stew in the middle of the ring. Now he gets in the ring. Oh, nice, nice mini brawl between Piper Nevin and uh, and uh, Rhea Ripley. Nice. All right, all right. Y'all set, y'all set up some stuff for Takeover. I like it. I dig it. I dig it. Okay. But now let's get to business. Jerry the King Lawler. Lawler and Funk are pacing. They're ready to throw some hands. Wow. Holy mackerel. When you do a side headlock, bump back, they're winding around the ring and outside of it. There's not going to be a side headlock, Lance. No, no, no. We, we, can, we can skip all that. I, I mean, they tried one, but now they're just throwing hands. Funk goes, right, goes right out of the ring. And then Lawler, Lawler holds the ring, waiting for Funk to get back in. And it looks like he's going to allow Funk to come into the ring peacefully. 
I say peacefully for this moment in time because knowing full well when they get within arm's reach, there will be no peace. Oh, down on the map for the first time. Uh, Q, we actually got a collar double tie up. Who knew? Oh, and then, and then, wow. in the Funk throwing some punches. Oh, the chairs. Funk. Funk down. Waller pounded on him. Nothing but a free brawl happening right here, and that was the idea. Right, right in the chairs. Oh, Funk just throws the chairs. My God, he's a madman. Funk clearly has lost his equilibrium. And now uh, Funk is going, he just <laughs> There's a lockup. There is a wrestling move in this match. <laughs> There's a dude in the yellow. I'm guessing he's either a photographer or a security dude. Fax is a collar elbows high up outside the ring. I, I never would have expected that. Lawler sends Funk into about a half dozen chairs. Funk still hasn't recovered his equilibrium, found his equilibrium. Through one hole, Funk now backing up around the ring. Nice right hand by Lawler, though. Lawler chasing him out to the other side of no. the ring. Funk is trying to get some distance. That is a security guy. Funk's trying to get some distance. All back up there. Funk grabs one of the uh, identification standards. Oh, my God. He flushed the top of it all. Terry, what are you doing? identification. In the no, ring. Are you trying to stab him and spear him with that thing? Oh, okay. He's using the fourth thing. Okay, he's using the fourth thing. He wants to use that as a weapon. Obviously, there's no disqualifications. No, no, no. But no, I didn't think there were rules. I, I, I personally didn't think there were rules. I honestly didn't think there were rules in this match. But yeah, this this seems about right. And Funk just, yeah, he's, he's just laying waste. Pile driver on the floor. Oh, that's concrete, <laughs> sir. Oh, okay. They're not. The good is they're not on the concrete. The bad is this, this barely hurts any less, as you can you can see. I, I guess we got the dude in the yellow serving as the ref. I, I guess. Is there a ref? Waller is hurt. He is hurting. Lawler goes right back into the rows of chairs. Funk's not over the chairs with Lawler. It's not really a match, but this is a hell of a segment. It's a quality fight, is what this is. Up to the ring. It's right. simply a fight until one person... I'm imagining this is just a fight until somebody can't stand. Funk I'm going to guess that's what this is. Lord. Funk is finding even more weapons and more toys. Back into the carriage, but he's busted open. Uh, you was, no kidding. I mean, the pile driver to the floor probably is... is put the, yeah. Not the uh, the, the, stuff, the floor stuff. The, 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 the board he hit him with. Either of these things pro did the damage. Completely wide open. Some screaming adds so much to this. This dude is a madman. This, this dude is absolutely a madman. He's a madman for 50 years. Why are you gripping the broadcaster? <laughs> dude didn't do anything. Come on. Come on, Why'd you grip him? Why'd he grip up Lance? He didn't have to do... He, 
Thanks for just here comment, documenting all this for everyone to watch. Okay, come on. Come on. Come on. Has that sort of spiky thing. Nice. Terry Funk, you are a psycho. A wrestling psycho. We love you for it, but you are a wrestling psycho. He's just digging at the eye. Ah. Ah, this got this got fairly violent. This got violent pretty quickly. It really did. Once Lawler got a, got into the arena, it's it's got violent fast. Lawler fighting his way back and just slammed Terry Funk. Picks him right in the elbow where he had it. Terry Funk is mm. down. Nice elbow to the chin. Waller picks up that. Terry, you already, Jerry, you already know the Funk's equilibrium is somehow non-existent. Sometimes you, you at least have an advantage there. Uh, uh, I can't see. This, this. Karma. Karma is a bitch. Okay. I mean, you you did kind of want this and kind of cause this. You caused this, and and what that was a my eye, my eye. That's effectively what ended the proceedings. That was that wasn't even a match. It, it, it was just violence, just very sanctioned Terry violence. Funk a phenomenal promo. And then we go back to our friends Junakiyama and Kenta Kobashi. We watched a match of theirs last week. We're watching the '90s version this week. So now they so now they go run it back and. No, this is actually the first match. From oh, okay. so this is part one. Part one, yes. So we sort of watch it out of order, but we watch it in order with the uh, list. And what? Well, let me see what we're watching next week. Um, we're watching like some lucha. So. Okay. So, yeah, so, four, three, two, one, go. They're in a uh, full, I believe, Nippon Budokan, where the G1 was. Nice. <clears throat> they used to stuff so many people in there. <clears throat> this theme is awesome, by the way. This is a good theme. Akiyama this time is in the blue. This is June Akiyama. Akiyama rocking all blue. As Travis Banks with a solid win over Lucky and Kenny Williams. 
Oh, nice kick. He caught him with that kick. And that inverted fisherman driver. The key oh. hustle gets it done. Oh, you're watching NXT UK too. Yeah, I've got yeah, I've got UK on the screen. I got UK on my TV, but I'm watching the, the game on the I'm watching the uh, match on the iPad here. Yep. Is that the uh Castellano Ilya match? I didn't get there yet. Uh, this, this, they have four matches. So on UK they had uh Mark Mark Coffey. He lost to Flash Morgan Webster. Webster's return to the ring. We got uh, Travis Banks ended up getting it done against uh, against Kenny Williams. Actually, it's the other way around. Williams um, beat Banks, and Norm Dar was he. Norm Dar was on commentary the entire time. Obviously, Kenny Williams and uh, Norm Dar have been have been cool. Right. They've been they've been tight for a while. Now we're gonna get the Ono and it. Ono and Ilya next. I think they're gonna main. I think that, I think that's the that's the main event because they probably they did a promo with Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley, and Piper Nevin had a, had a nice fight. Right, so championship September fifteenth. Brock Lesnar will not be in the world championship pick on the Universal title picture, which is fine. But we're going to have every title on the line plus King of the Ring. Ring announcer? Trying to announce the proceedings? So let's see what you did. You got what? Akiyama is in the blue, you say? Yeah, Akiyama in the blue or is Kenta in the blue? Kenta's in the uh, orange. Kansas in the orange, okay. Oh, also, Nina Samuels did something. Nina Samuels is coming to the ring. Uh, one, two, oh, on uh, UK. All right, so the ref's getting the back in the day. So each wrestler had a designated color. Mm. Hawada had the black and black and yellow. Okay. Hawada had the uh, green and white. Mm-hmm. Akiyama had the blue. Kawe had red. Um, um, Kawashi was orange. So, Kawe and Elbow tie up to start with, and we, we're getting right down to business. Forearms and chops. Oh, nice. Nice synthetic of the weight. And then chop. Akiyama off the ropes. Akiyama with the knee, but it was blocked. And a shoulder tackle by Kenta. To continue the proceedings, they are off and running fast pace. Right off the They are moving with some speed here. Get a clean break. We did get a clean break. We can see the knee pads and the right knee of Kenta has extra tape as, as an extra pad. Okay. Isla, Isla Dawn fight Nina. Oh, it's gonna battle Nina Samuels. Okay, right, not bad. Yeah, that's matching UK. Right, they're, they're gonna, they locked up with the knuckles. Knuckle. They locked up with the hands. Test of strength. 
Both parties are holding their ground. Kansas County got the leverage. The Kansas got the leverage advantage. But Yama is still holding his base. He's got a solid base on the on the with his knees. And now he's being bent backwards. Nice core strength. He's trying to go for Northern Lights. Countered. Both guys go for Northern Lights. Roll through. And now the strength is still held together nicely. The knuckles are held light, quite nicely. They kept the hold together. Solid. Neither guy is trying to break the hold. Or can't really can at this moment. Knuckle lock is still locked in in place. Both guys. And a nice kick out by Akiyama to continue, but countered. Arms drag, solid, good kip up. Nice more on Bakiyama. The second one was blocked, and we're back to square one. Crowd is nice for this. Both parties doing it hard and doing it well. Akiyama gets choked off the ropes. Nice chop. I can't take Kobashi. Made it twice. Akiyama realizes he can't take much more. Throws a forearm, but gets chopped again. Forearms. Many forearms coming, and a nice knee to the face. Akiyama. Kobashi. Kobashi now face down as the referee goes outside the ring to check on him. Make sure he's cool. He seems like he's cool. He just got caught with a good knee to the face. Nice drop kick. Nice, nice drop kick by uh, Issa Dong. Cool. Kick out, meanwhile, by Akiyama. Or Akiyama causes the cover, but a kick out by Kendra. That's it. Right, headlock. Side head, we're actually getting a side headlock after the strike fest that, that we saw earlier. Oh, we also saw the, um, I don't know if we commented on this last week, but the first AW championship match is going to be at, at the Leopold Center. What? The first AEW what championship man? Nice drop kick. Nice delayed vertical suplex. And the strength of technique well done by Kenta Kobashi. Nice stomps the back of stomps the lower back kidneys. What did the AEW announce? They announced that the uh, the Leah Corsair show that's going to be the first title defense, the AEW World Championship defense. The first was going to oh. be at the Leah Corsair. Yeah, so that's, it's a live it's a live broadcast on TNT. That's going to be the first uh, title defense match. Yeah, so either it, whether it's Hangman or Jericho, um, that winner will have will the first defender title at the Leah Corsair. Oh, on Temple, Univers Temple University's campus. Nice back suplex by Isla Don. 
This is a nice abdominal stretch. It's a solid match between Isla and uh and Nina Samuels. It's a solid match between the two of them. Nice counter. Hmm. Counter. Good flow. Meanwhile, uh, as we're getting back to the, the the match here, uh, Kenta is putting in work against Akiyama. It was, it, I, I can't. You can't really call it an abdominal stretch because he, he's really. They're both. He's on his knees, but he does have the arm as if it was. You could say he's trying to shoot the half, but he's got. He's got a nice arm on him. I stomped a little to the, the mid back, middle of the back, and nice leg arm to the back of the neck. Nice. As we learned, as we learned last week, Kenta can throw some chops, and Akiyama seems to be the one that can eat those chops and respond in kind with nice forearms. Forearm after forearm after forearm. Both parties are staggering. Nice Osu girl of she by Nina Samuels. That's what gets it done. Mm, nice, but Akiyama, nice response. Good match by Nina Samuels and East Ladon. That was a good match. But uh, it, was highly, it was evenly competitive, pretty much. But a little bit too much from Nina. Meanwhile, Akiyama throwing some nice hands, throwing some good hands. Nice diving, nice flying forearm. Nice flying forearm right there. Snapping takeover, dropping to the back of the head. Nice. Nice combination right there. Hooks the leg, and a kick out. Now we're going to go back to a rich hinlock. He's got, the, he's got the knee in the back of, of uh, Kanta. Uh, the hands, the arms aren't quite under the chin. That's the confirming announcement of the last man standing match that I, that I mentioned earlier for a takeover over Cardiff. And that was a good brawl, too, between um, Joe Coffey and Dick Master. I know, I know you don't like last man standing matches, but I think that one, I think this one's pretty fitting. I know you're not big on those, but I think that, I think that one's an appropriate last man standing. That's effectively what happened. They beat each other up until they couldn't stand up in, in the match last week. Ooh, nice move by, by Kendra. It basically took officials and the rest of Gallus to break up the two. So that, that's why we're at this point. Nice. Chops, Ooh, nice dragon screw leg whip. Ooh, that was a nice dragon screw leg whip. 
Well, well played. Well played. As now we've got a, now we got a target. Now we got Now we're going to start um chopping up the legs. Yep, yep. As Kent is basically trying to fight off the pain. Oh, good block of the chop. Nice spinning back fist. Aye, nice suplex. He gets up. And he gets up. It, 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 it gets up with the half half. gets up. With the half. Nice sequence, boys. What a nice sequence. Oh, my God. Both guys eat suplexes, and now Kento's holding his knee inside the ring while Akiyama's down on his back outside the ring. I also hope whoever wins the King of the Ring, they actually do something with it. Like, like dude goes on a, on a serious run. Title shot. Yeah. Like, like the winner gets a title shot at TLC or the Royal Rumble or something. We actually do something with, with this. I know Survivor Series is going to be Raw versus SmackDown. But we actually, like, get let's get an actual push for the winner of the King of the Ring. Yeah. So the, well, the person actually wins it and probably actually wins the title and makes a run. Oh, now the barricade's being used, and it's being used effectively by Kenta. Oh, no. Chill, 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 chill. Oh, hell no. Chill, chill. <laughs> He get dropped. He did not chill. Full Nelson suplex from Kenta to Akiyama. I'm on the outside. He is down. Lands. He landed on the top of his head. It, it did not work. It, it did not work very well for Akiyama, which is exactly the way Kenta planned. Philly's got Jerry. has got Jerry Hughes to help in the pen. All right, not bad. Akiyama is down. His eyes are glazed like a donut. He is not moving. It is not a good look. Kenta is assisting him with this whole getting back in the ring situation. That's a big game changer of a move. This is a training session for Walter. Why? Why would you want to get shot by this man? Why? Why would you willingly sign up to get shot by him? Oh! What's the matter with you people? Walter's obviously trading for his match with uh with Tyler Bate. People, these these small dudes are. I'm guessing the I'm guessing young lions or something like like, like um, young people just trying to get into the business. But uh, but these people are willingly getting this work from Walter. It, it's actually quite hilarious and gets chopped. Ow. Walter basically grinding his bones into dust. Not again! Oh, not again! Just time in the ring. Not again! Holy fuck! <laughs> Another full Nelson suplex, and somehow Akiyama kicks out. Walter's coming to bring violence to, to Tyler Bate and take over Cardiff. I'm all for this. That'll be a dope match. They're going to be face to face next week. Naturally, they're going to probably throw hands. I, I'm counting on them to throw hands. Oh, no. Couldn't get him on. Oh, 
He, he couldn't get him up. The knee. The knee bothered. The, the knee didn't have enough support. The Hunt will face the Imperiums, uh, Bartel and Eichner. Oh, okay. All right. I'll be a good match next week. Okay. All right. Well, I'm looking to watch that. I'm with that. I angle. Got the support this time from the knee, but yes. still tapering it. He was Kobashi. Do, yeah. Kobashi was able to do the move. All right. It was uh, his knee is still a hindrance. Unfortunately, he's not. I was really not able to take advantage of it. And it's the knee with the knee brace too. That's the other part about this. So it's uh, the knee was already damaged goods going into the match. Until the dragon screw. Oh hell no! Wait, wait, wait. why are you on the apron? Oh no, hold on, hold up. Um, oh hell! Please, please, don't German too black him off the. No, he's not gonna German. He's gonna go half and half. Nope, he gets it blocked. Akiyama thankfully got it blocked, and now it's kicking him in the knee. Smart. Oh, chill, 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 chill. Oh no! That, that's ooh. a bad landing for Kabashi. <laughs> ooh, I don't know which is worse, the actual dragon screw or the landing. I don't know which is worse. Ooh, all of it hurt. All of it hurt. Ooh, that's pain. That, that's so so painful. If I could fall from the apron to the floor, I'm pretty sure that that hurt. Ooh, your, your knee is, is, is not in good spirits right now. That looked like that hurt. I, I, I can't imagine how it felt. Can, can Kobashi even stand? That's going to be the question. I mean, we saw last week he delivered the burning hammer, but can he deliver the burning hammer? With his knee in this position, oh wow, this this is not going to be good. But with his knee in this position, just a straight kick to the face. Jeez. Okay, okay Akiyama, I see what you're doing. Drop kick. Three straight kicks to the face. No hesitation. Just three straight kicks to the dome, and then a drop kick as he has his knee and his knee into the barricade. Okay, I'm again the fucking ring. <laughs> The problem is, can, can Kobashi get in the ring on his own? That's the that's the problem here. With that knee I don't know if he can't win by count out. Nope, so he has to get him in the ring. Before he does, he's going to give him an inverted atomic drop using the using the steel uh, barricade as the knee. And as you can see, his knee, Kobashi's, is, is in serious pain. Oh yeah, Japan rules are different. You can win the title with via count out. Very either, way, either way, Kobashi's done that much time to get in the ring to save his title. It's a smart game plan, I will say. It's a very smart game plan by Akiyama to target the knee. Knowing full well that burning hammer. You need to be able you need your knees the body to support your body weight and the body weight of your opponent with the burning hammer. So it's a smart move to to length to weaken the knee. That may come into play later on. Oh, Tree of Woe. Akiyama going to work. Kobashi is in deep, deep trouble. That Tree of Woe is on. That drop kick goes right back to the knee. 
This is a smart game plan. I'm liking the psychology here. I am liking the psychology here. There you go. Ooh, an inverted knee bar. And look, where the, look where the leg is. The foot is, 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 is pressing on the knee. Meanwhile, ooh. I see now cross, he's basically cross-facing him with the opposite arm. And Kabashi is, is gets to the ropes for the, we get a clean break. This is not working very well at all for Kenta Kobashi. Meanwhile, Ono and Dragunov having a solid match. Dragunov shift his body weight, but gets a kick out. How much more punishment can he take on his knee? Ooh! No! <laughs> I had to ask that question. Another, another very... And this probably was the worst of them all. Another violent dragon screw. I had to ask how much more punishment can you take on the knee. I had to ask. Oh, that hurts. That hurts so bad. There was so much pain in that dragon screw. So much pain, yet so beautiful in execution. Oh, no. I back on the outside of the ring, and I showed her the thing was happening next. Ooh. He just ran. He just ran his knee into the barricade. It looked like he was gonna have about a fireman's carry, and and instead he just rams his knee into the barricade uh, at a full sprint on about half the ring, half the ring length in terms of length. Akiyama has been in pain for the last about five minutes, where everything Akiyama delivered pain for like the last five minutes, and another drop, just a basement dropping to the knee, and. Kobashi, I don't think, has done an offensive move in the last five minutes. Everything Akiyama's done has been to, to the right knee. And now we're going for a figure four. Okay, now we're going to the figure four. Now, he trapped the good knee. But what difference does it make right now if he can't stand? So, as Akiyama is going to serious work, now he's going to work on the good knee, which maybe can be a bait and switch to get back to the bad one. So, it's, it's a beautiful strategy right here. Akiyama, as you got two ways out of this: a the ropes, or b counter to Indian Deathlock. Use wisely. And keep your and you might want to keep your shoulders off the mat as you do it because that that's also that could also be pain. Akiyama is in serious. Akiyama is in complete control, and Kobashi is in serious pain. Both guys are good. Akiyama is controlling this. This figure four is deep and locked in tight. Kabaki's trying to inch his way to the ropes. He got a little closer there, but he, there's nowhere to go here at this moment. Oh, he, 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 blocks the, oh, he actually broke the hold. I'm shocked he broke the hold. I'm shocked. I'm surprised he didn't keep it going. Oh, I see why you can do even more. What we, what we commonly know as a sharpshooter, or scorpion deathlock for those for, for those who are stinging inclined, is that's what he's going for and gets it. Again, locked in deep, and obviously the knee is the centerpiece. The right knee is clearly the centerpiece of this whole situation. 
the pain is very, very real on the face of Kenta Kobashi. He is in so much pain, and he's in the center of the ring. There's really nowhere for him to go. Now, as a grand finale, Akiyama is actually sitting on the lower back of Kenta. There is really nowhere for him to go here. Well, trying his hardest to break up the fall, but it's really not. Well, he actually broke it up. Reasons we can't understand. I don't why he broke it up. I mean, there's no submission. But he did. So. Akiyama is in complete command. Kenta's trying to get up. He doesn't even support it. Nope, he's, he's, not, he's not, not knocked out. There may be sweat all over the place. He may be sweating buckets, but he, he's, he's, he's still got a pulse. He may not have a knee after this match, but he's got a pulse. Oh, good close one. Oh, nice lariat. Finally, some offense coming in from Kenta. Clean with a, with a nice lariat there. Ooh, good, good boot to the face. Fernando looked like he tried to do a six one nine type of move, but he, he got right. He got kicked right in the face by Cassius. But the knee, the knee is still bothering. It is still bothering quite nicely. Uh, Kabashi. Akiyama does have some space. In this, it is a pivotal moment in this match, you would think. Akiyama is on the apron. Kobashi is in the ring on the opposite side. The referee checking on Akiyama. What's Kenta? Kenta, you might want to plan your next move very, very carefully. I didn't make sure you could actually stand upon delivering said move. He's inching his way over to Akiyama. He was using the ropes for most of it, but now he cuts over and delivers the right hand. It's twice. Now there's straight now right hands and slaps. The slaps coming from Kenta. Kenta is now fired up and is delivering just straight chops. Another chop in the back of the head. He's pissed off at all the It's coming back. Delivering chops all over the back, all over the head of Akiyama. And side headlock indeed. But this time, at least for Kenta, his right, his knee, his right knee is to the back of Akiyama. So he really can't do too much to it. Look at the refs. The refs trying to enter into the ropes? Sir? Nope. Get a fifth attempt and a, a kick out. He almost put him to sleep with that hole. Nice spinning chop a dragon off. Dragon off and Ono. Dragon off throwing hands. This has been a pretty good match between Dragon off and, and Ono, I should mention. You know, Kent. Kenta is still on his feet somehow. Nice chop to the side of the head. And now backhand chop. And just a straight chop to the forehead. 
Kenta has is, is absorbed a whole lot of pain and punishment, but he's still on his feet. He's still trying to move around, but that knee is bothering him. That knee is not in good spirits right now. Oh, solid chop to the head. Solid chop to the forehead. Nice, Larry. If I drag it off the leg and kick out. Still moving around incredibly gingerly due to that right knee. Yes, Kenta. Nice going for the half. Nope, half, half blocked. Nice straight kick to the kneecap. And yep. go back to the knee. Smart. This has been a smart strategy over the last, most of the last 10 minutes. Oh, word, Dragon Off? Going for gosh, neutralizer? Oh, a neutralizer? Word? Rakiyama's a little worn. Rakiyama certainly is. I don't think he's in worse shape than Kobashi because Kobashi's been favoring that knee for the last five to about 10, 15 minutes. Oh, that's creative. I like that. That's a creative move. I like what he did there. He used to be driving his knee into the turnbuckle. I thought that was a dope move. Double on DDT. Yep. Double on DDT. And now, Akiyama is going to the top. Ooh, nice forearm to the back of the head. Oh. Nice forearm to the back of the head and a kick out. Water. Drop, basically drop key to the back of the knee. Spawn a suplex. Water. Hooks to the leg and a kick out. Back to the figure four? Oh, yeah. Back on that figure four. In the center of the ring again. It was even more damage done to that knee. You gotta watch the shoulders now. Watch the shoulders now. Yep, the rest gotta get down. Yeah, the rest of you too. Nice. E he held he had the shoulders down for two, but not three. Oh, shoulders are down again. Oh, and a kick out. Wait, Dragon O's trying to go coast to coast? Oh, nice. Coast to coast on the arm. Mm, good kick out. Meanwhile, the figure fours are happening. They're still in, in place. At 
I'd rather them to drink and fall. Yeah, it's just, it's not, it's just. Nice shopping, Dragon. Uh, nice shopping. Uh, uh, Kevin is trying to get up. Nice overhand chop. Machine gun kicks to the, to the knee. Brain Buster. Ooh. And, and nice one at that. Somehow a kick out happens anyway. He's going to try to pit him again. And a kick out. Yeah, I was probably thinking, how do I finish you? The dude is driving over for a sunset flip. The bad news is Captain Ono is kind of big. Oh, he got caught. Oh, I wasn't ready for that. Ooh. Nice sit up power bomb. Dragon Off is bringing it this week. It was a good match and a kick out. Go for an exploder, but then it was blocked. Kicking at the back of the leg. Uh, Fiamma. Okay, I'm going for the Nope, get blocked. Larry is giving in the back of the head. That's going to do something. Certainly will. Certainly will. Both men are down. But again, I was still concerned about how Kenta's going to be able to stand. Oh, nice move by Cassius. Oh, yeah. Instantly shoving Dragon the Hulk off the top. Went into the barricade. Well, nice clothes clothes line right there. And the Lariat works more than a exploder. Oh. Elbow to the back of the head of Dragon off. He's got to be down and out. That is indeed the case. Oh no, gets dragging off his first loss. That's a good match. Good match by those two. Good job. Good job. Somehow, Akiyama is not on his feet, but Kenta is. Kenta going right after him. He's got a sleeper locked in. This probably could be counted. Oh, it turned into a half and half. Ooh. Hits it nicely. Hits it One, two, and a kick. I guess the shoulder up at two. Right, like, what more do I have to do this day? That's an interest. I think that's the question both parties are asking each other. Yeah, it is the fun part. What more can he do? Kenza's somehow standing. Clearly limping, but somehow he's standing. Nice. Clarion. He, he got him flipped over inside out flow. Hooks the leg and gets the three. Yup. That was a hell of a match. It was a good match. Somehow, Kenta survives the onslaught to the knee and gets it done with, uh, with several lariats. One of them basically flipping 
Akiyam upside down. These, okay. both, both these men are exhausted. There's no, going to be no post-match angle after that, so Twitter links. All right. Twitter.com slash is where you can find me. I will be producing for the uh, Penn State game this uh, next Saturday. I'll be producing for the uh, for the game at the radio stations. I'll pretty much be there all day. I'm, that's where I'm going to go right after this for the uh, Spike stuff any rain, which looks like it, it probably won't yet. I'll be producing that game against Idaho on the 31st, but naturally I will keep my ears and eyes towards the college football that will be happening on day one. We'll see if there's any type of uh, drama or any type of um, upsets or whatever. We'll certainly get a look at that. But yeah, that's, that's where I'm going to be at uh, a lot of the, the less... Uh, few weeks the school starts up very soon as well um djd wrestle on twitter um and gpr wrestle um august 31st is obviously the big day for the twitter account because we'll be live tweeting all day essentially about college football and, mm-hmm. and, and wrestling essentially so that will do it for Beach Mike. This is Danny Kukor. Thank you for listening.